0: Enter the
1: hideout. Tell Hefe and She does.
2: And be heard. Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me
1: twice, shame on, on me. What?
3: What, what what's new? W- what are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, j Welcome to the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you on a Tune a Tuesday. Tonight you come into the hideout.
4: Tonight, I'm sober. Chunks is high. Uh, so be somebody. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, and you dial those numbers.
3: Oh, there's so much to get done on this Tune of Tuesday, J-Dubs. Um, including kicking it back up, the quarter past the hour qualifier for the hideout football final score square challenge. That is happening. Uh... 14 minutes. Yes. Basically, it's a Super Bowl Squares type thing, but we do it each week. Uh, Last week, our winner was Gordon V. Gordon V. got himself that uh, free beer. Not just beer, but Miller Lite. Yes, and and a uh, uh,
5: rolling cooler.
3: And 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 I believe more from Miller Mm -hmm. Lite. So congratulations. And that's because he got qualified for the hideout final score square challenge. And what will end up happening is we get another qualifier uh, at a quarter past the hour. As we restart the game this
4: week, you can also get uh, signed up on realradio.fm. I want to spotlight something, and uh, it's a mystery sound. Tell me what this is, Hefe. I
3: have no idea. No clue? I I genuinely don't.
4: This is a noise you made during your phone call to the monsters.
3: Did I hold that against me? I was high. Well, anytime
4: I need something for rape or such items, I don't don't remember that.
3: I don't even remember coming in last <laughs> night. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you,
4: how was the night after you went home last night?
3: Um, better. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that I've not got, I've got more ailments, and I don't think the procedure worked. So, other than that, I'm hunky-dory. I'm feeling great about myself. I think I tore something in my knee going down the stairs. And still bleeding. Alright, people have another one, too. They say, uh, Iceman says, that's the sound of the lions choking. Oh. Just think of that. Oh, there's Kitna. There's Millen. Alright, half-a-dubs with you, Chunks Corolla, executive producer, Tommy Bateman, our director... Um, we have both interns here as well C-Lane and the great Gazoo Manning So we got the quarter past the hour Qualifier for the final score challenge Also too The anti-babe girls will be stopping by Hunter Weeks from the film 10 Yards Calls into the hideout That'll be at about uh, 10 o'clock, or 8 o'clock mm-hmm. And that's a fantasy football thing And also too we got a four pack of tickets For the Do Action Sports Tour uh, That's for the day that we broadcast live Thursday, October 12th At the TD Waterhouse Center um, it is the first and only professional league of uh, action sports coming to Orlando for the finals. Also a huge concert, performances uh, in the Interactive uh, Festival Village, Kids K- uh, Skate Park, the BMX Track. Tickets only $12 in advance. More information, visit the TD Waterhouse Center box office or call 407-839-3900. We did that last year, and it was a lot of fun. An absolute blast. Um, I,
4: we didn't really know what to expect when we were out there last year, and uh, it, it was our crowd. We had the opportunity to chat it up with a lot of the performers, and a
3: drunkie, the Bears, performing out there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Nice. To hide out with the live broadcast on Thursday night. So that is all coming up uh, for you, in addition to a whole lot more. Dubs, um, I almost kind of want to start the show, mm-hmm. and we rarely do this, but I feel that it is um, almost our duty. Uh, In here in the hideout to highlight when we have done something positive, it rarely happens so that when it does happen, I think it's time um, for us to kind of say, hey, told you so.
4: All right. What is that?
3: (sighs) Well, I'll give you
5: the story right here hideout download some will call this a victory for common sense others say it's just more confusion in the air today we learned the government rolled back but only somewhat those restrictions that it imposed just weeks ago regarding the right to carry liquids or gels even baby food on board an airplane NBC News correspondent Tom Costello has our report tonight on the rules that are changing once again
1: Any type of liquid whatsoever cannot go through the security checkpoint.
5: For nearly seven weeks, they've thrown it all away. Liquids, gels, aerosols, anything in a carry-on bag. Whatever you got to do for the safety, I believe that's that's first and foremost. I think it's all
6: silly. I don't feel any more secure one way or the other.
5: Now, after consulting with the FBI, government laboratories, and foreign governments, the TSA says it can modify the ban without compromising safety. We now know enough to say that a total ban is no longer needed from a security point of view. So effective tomorrow, passengers will be allowed to carry on one quart-sized plastic baggie containing shampoo, (laughs) mouthwash, hair gel, shaving cream, as long as it's three ounces or or less. Another change, beverages Ugh. bought in the secured boarding area can also be brought on board. The total liquid ban has led to a 20% increase in checked bags, straining luggage handlers and security screeners. But while airline security has improved dramatically since 9-11, the TSA still doesn't have has the technology it? in place to screen every bag for liquid explosives. A gaping hole, say experts in the nation's security blanket. So the technology is not there to detect the liquid explosives these are actually Hold on that
4: is absolute bull they they I, I was watching a show and they had them they have them at very few airports but they just are too cheap to throw them out there and put them in all the airports right away it but in the end, it would save so much money in manpower. What uh, what show did you see this on? I I think it was on the news. I think it was on CNN. They were uh, they were interviewing some guy and uh, they said like, I, there's like three or four airports in the United States that actually use this. It works. And uh, they're just too cheap to get it everywhere. So we can detect the explosives, yes. but this administration doesn't want to protect us. Well, and uh, they just don't want to spend the money on it. They'd rather, you know, nickel and dime until we
5: spend way more money on manpower. Hideout download. These are actually precursor chemicals that would be mixed into an explosive mixture on board the aircraft. Several companies are working to develop the technology, but in the meantime, the TSA is convinced huh. the amounts of liquids and gels it's allowing on board now are too small to pose a risk. Tom Costello, NBC News, Washington.
3: The reason I would like to highlight us and congratulate us in the hideout just about a week after all of this went down, I found an article on The Register, mm-hmm. which is an online magazine, and we brought a guy into the hideout who wrote this fantastic article saying it would be nearly impossible for a terrorist to blow up a plane with these chemicals.
4: Yeah, it was something about the, uh, the uh, environment you would have to be in to uh, kind of put these together, and how specific the uh, chemical balance is that you're putting together that it it would it would just be it would have so many variables basically you would have to have
3: have a high school laboratory Mm -hmm. or even a college laboratory inside the restroom on the plane it was a fantastic interview and no one else caught on until now weeks later i never even heard anything about that right afterwards here it was all scare tactics for six seven weeks and the hideout had it immediately afterwards Who's looking out for you, Dubs? O'Reilly. A th- what a bunch of bull. About us. We can't get any love? mm Obviously not. He wrote a book called that. <sighs> so I, I highly encourage you to go back. I believe it's on the podcasting on iTunes. Um, that may have even been when we were still putting things under the uh, interviews mm-hmm. uh, portion of the podcasting. And listen to that interview, and you'll hear... How even then, it, the scientists talking it was a load of crap, and now here we are seven months later, and the government's finally able to get it together. Uh, seven seven weeks. Okay, my apologies. I was say. So anyway, nonetheless, there that is, and you're welcome, because we are we're,
4: we're genuinely just months ahead of everybody else. Well, here's
3: what we're trying to do, and actually, someone actually sent me this uh, this email over because he remembers this. Uh, here it is, William, uh, Boyles says, y'all covered this when it first happened. Looks like the hideout scooped the USA today. Mm-hmm. That's right. Way to go. Love your show. Keep up the good work that comes from Bill. And it's this exact same thing. You got to, we got to see if we can find that somewhere.
4: Let's go to Matt in the 407.
3: What's up, Matt?
7: Hey, hideout. What you got? An idea for a uh, two for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Since you can't hit anybody anymore, I thought instead you could take off a piece of your clothing if you say something different. Uh, n-
3: I'm not doing most two for
7: naked t- would have to post their picture <laughs> on my Alright,
3: I'm not doing two for Tuesday.
7: Why
4: not? We tried it last night, just tried it out. <sighs> I got I got like uh like three sentences in on, my, on the next segment. I'm like, I'm not doing it. It's uh, your idea, it was your concoction. Well, I needed you here to do it. No, you didn't. Yes, I
5: did. The same segment
1: same subject. Back to back the Hideout
4: presents two for
3: Tuesday. People, people want it. They obviously don't. Just because we made a little sound, it doesn't mean that they want it. They're calling up.
4: All right, Dubs. Sam, please. Uh, I believe. I
3: day. believe that was you in the green room. So there it is. A little highlight from the Hideout, showing you that we are looking out for. I just, I hate the hype machine. And the immediately, Mm. you know, immediately scaring you out of taking your Starbucks and your hair gel onto a plane, and it didn't make any sense. And we found somebody who could come on there and talk about it. And here we are, seven weeks later, talking about the exact same thing that we said six
5: weeks earlier.
4: Here's the thing: I think we should jump on the uh, scare tactic bandwagon. It works.
5: What do you mean? What
4: we're doing, just telling the truth here, it doesn't work. No,
3: you're right. The truth doesn't work. No,
4: no one wants to hear the truth.
3: They'd rather be scared. They'd rather worry that somehow shampoo brought on a uh, carry-on is going to make them lose their life. It can. It, it but, absolutely can. But it can't. It can. Oh, that's right. I forgot we're running with scare tactics. We'll tell you how to avoid that next. In the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1.
7: Struggling the footer bags up. You know... And-
3: now, let me ask you, you know what I've noticed is that the airlines haven't really been enforcing very strictly the number of bags that you bring on. What? They were for a little while, and it seemed like it got lax a little bit.
7: Yeah, each company's different, but, the, you know, there's always some, some slipping through, but... It was so much better. Our on time and performance improved vastly. I mean, I don't think the, the ground people were real thrilled about it, but
3: yeah, that's what I, That was also what was said in the story as well. Is that um, it took a lot more time to even mm. you know have the baggage handlers get everything on the plane too
4: and so, out. I would imagine. Yeah, so maybe yeah.
3: maybe it was easier for flight attendants, but as far as like getting off and stuff, uh, you know, yeah. off the uh, off the ground, it seems like it was just as difficult with uh, the guys down below. Thank you, yeah. John. Appreciate that. 407-916-1041.
4: Mr. McNugget in the 407. You're in the hideout. What's up?
5: Hey, you better do Tune It
7: Tuesday. Don't make me rave you, have <laughs>
4: That was the creepiest laugh ever. <laughs>
8: is that Brian Peppers?
4: He said puberty if it is. Good God. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Stalker in the 386.
7: Yo, know, I disagree with Taffy. I think y'all have a lot of credibility. I mean, y'all predicted Steve Irwin's death.
3: That is true. I forgot that I have the clip of me predicting that someone was going to die that weekend, and lo and behold, Steve Irwin died.
4: Mm-hmm. One of the greatest American icons. He's Australian. He's not.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's not quite American. He's Australian.
4: We claimed him.
3: him we, m- well we
4: made him who he is. If he wasn't famous in this country, he wouldn't be famous. Exactly.
3: Dubs um, the truck of patriots. That is what Chevrolet is, uh, shooting for. They have decided that the Silverado, um, is no longer like a rock. And instead, they've got John Cougar Mellencamp, <laughs> whose soon-to-be-released anthem, Our Country, will be the background for the new campaign. Oh, one of the first ads is filled with images of historic moments in recent American history. Rosa Parks on the bus. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. speaking. The aftermath of September 11th. Hurricane Katrina devastation. So. Hold Ro- on. And ends with the tagline This is our country, this
4: is our truck. So Rosa Parks in it. Shouldn't the tagline be uh, We take a back seat to no one? I guess they could have
3: worked it somehow and thought about it a little bit more. Now, what do you think about the use of like images from 9/11 and Katrina to sell stuff? Desp-
4: despicable or no? I think it, you know it, it's not a patriotic thing when you're buying a truck. You're buying the best quality.
3: Oh, contraire, mon frere, because according to this, they say people still trust American pickup trucks. (laughs) The American pickup is what we're still good at making in this country. We are not. And our goal is to own the hearts of American pickup buyers, according to General Motors, General Director of Advertising and Sales Promotion.
4: So bringing up visions of people getting, you know killed on 9-11 makes you think yeah a truck is what i need i I need i need to burn up more oil and uh send that over the middle east no 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 according to the new um this is our country this is
3: our truck uh this new truck's good for the environment and good for the neighborhood because it runs in the blood of brown people american amenity american amenity 407 american made I love it. What's well, got all these new American amenities?
4: You the, know, things that scream American values. Is it a dually? And when I say dually, does it just have dual seats so uh, we can put our American fat asses in there? Well, it has the new standard
3: of French fry holders. Hmm. Because you know how it is when you're driving around with your super big gulp and there's no place to put your uh, French fries. Actual French fry holders.
4: American amenities. Finally, I don't have to use my shirt. Just pulling that out, using it as like a little fry hammock.
3: Isn't that the worst whenever you sit there and you try to put things between (laughs) your legs? (laughs) And you're always burning yourself. You're always dropping things and eating the
4: fries, I don't know, months later in your case. If it's an American truck, I think you should have a a microwave over where the glove box is so I can put my big hungry man meal in it. American amenity. One pound of food, blank uppers.
3: Well, it is now... This is our country, this is our truck. The new patriotic truck.
4: You think of any other American amenities? How about Calvin, doing number one on everything? American. That's American. a nice, good American thing. That is true.
3: He doesn't hold back. <laughs> He's always got to go, that's what's on. How
4: about, instead they did the Eddie Bauer edition for a while. How about this time, It's American... We'll do the uh, the Lee Greenwood edition. American Amenity. And this isn't a song, this is the hum of the engine. You just hear this coming right out of the out of the tailpipe. American Amenity.
3: I know one of the good things about the new patriotic truck from Chevy is that it's built for the working man. You can fit up to uh, 12 Mexicans in the bed, so you can pay them $2 an hour to build your pool. Uh, Bad bad news, though,
4: if you get the black models, you only get three-fifths of the bed. And gas mileage. American Amenity. Tim in the 352. What's
1: up Tim? What's going on?
4: What you hey got? so
8: what better to uh, support Americanism than the uh, the future progression of consumerism? It gets you to go to work so you can make money so you can buy more stuff that you don't need so you
7: can go back to work and buy more stuff that you don't need guzzling gas and pollute the planet. That is that is hands down the greatest uh, American uh
4: It is the definition.
5: Yeah, now nah, I hear you.
4: Let's go uh, to Pinchy in the 440.
5: Hey guys. Hey, you know how some cars have breathalyzers in them that won't let you start the car unless you pass the breathalyzer test? Yeah. This car is actually has a, a scale built into the seat. that won't let you start unless you weigh at least 300 pounds. <laughs> American amenities.
3: <laughs> Guaranteed. we got to have those good old American values. John in the 350 tail. What's up, John?
1: Not much. I was just saying, you know, they ought to make a John Wayne model and it should have a gun holder up front for you so you don't have to stick it underneath your seat or reach in the back window to get it.
3: You know, I say this. I think one of the American amenities is that you can have your revolver go out from any point. American amenity. Just put it out there. How about this? A literal bitch seat. Right in front, ironing board so she can finally get something done while you're driving. American amenity. Something for the women in this truck.
4: Our country, our truck. Troy Cornwallis in the 352.
7: (laughs) Yeah, man. I got my truck on 44s. I run over them little Honda Civics, man. Them little nasty lawnmower-looking cars.
3: Now, here's what's interesting about the new This Is Our Country, This Is Our Truck from Mm. Chevy. Um, It's so powerful, it can tow up to five Toyotas. So you can round them up and put them in car camps. (laughs)
4: American amenity. Send those cars back to where they came from. Car camps.
3: I just think the fact that they're uh, using September 11th and Katrina devastation Mm
4: -hmm. makes me proud. Well, I mean, they they throw the, the Katrina in there to show they're flooding the market with them.
3: It's just a smart thing to do. (laughs) The ads will be debuting, I believe, this weekend on Sunday Night Football. Are you kidding me? No, this is for real. (sighs) Thank
4: Uh, God for uh, DVR.
3: The cab is uh, extra extended for your one weekend a month with the kids. Mm -hmm. American Amenity. (laughs)
4: It's like a, uh, it's like a kind of uh, a uh, accordion type thing where you can just push it right back up when you don't have those kids for most of the time. Well, the best thing about this new,
3: this is our country,
4: this is our truck by Chevy. Mm. Um, the radio doesn't get any frequency other
3: n- under uh, ninety two so you don't accidentally uh, find the NPR. That or it
4: filters out reggaeton. American yeah. amenity. Rumba free. Sorry. I would go for that amenity, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Filter for the rumba, <laughs> for the reggaeton, and in the three fifty two.
9: You know they wouldn't be doing this if it wouldn't work. That's that you Americans are so dumb. We be <laughs> no. emboozled by everything. Did you see those morons in the Superdome last night cheering that they spent 200 million dollars renovating that stadium and they don't even have any damn homes?. But you, know, <laughs> but,
3: so but you know it's the illusion of everything being back. That's what makes you proud. not that there's actually stuff back, but just the illusion that things are back to normal. Because we don't really want to see the nasty underbelly of things. We just want to pretend that everything's okay.
4: Let's go to Lori in the 407. What's up, Lori?
9: Nothing. I was just thinking that if you're going to have this patriotic American truck, mm-hmm. you also have to have a fast food tray with maybe a condiment server.
3: You know, I don't know why they haven't already just gone ahead and put ketchup, mustard, and especially for Americans, a lot of mayonnaise right there uh, next to the radio dial. American Amenity.
4: That's why I mean, You know how uh, people are so lazy now they have all their controls on their uh, on their steering wheel. Just put the, the little pumper right there.
3: I can't tell you how many times I've almost gotten in a car accident trying to open one of those slippery ketchup bags. <laughs> those little packets. Why do you need ketchup while you're driving? Just eat the food as it comes. Well, because I need to be able to lick my fingers later and take uh, my hands off the steering wheel. That's why. It's an absent comment in
4: the 407.
7: All right, how about this? Terrorist hunting permit printed directly on the back of the car. No need to buy the decal. Yeah, and
6: why? American amenity.
3: I'd be shocked if there wasn't a huge American flag just, like, already, like, tinted onto the back window. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, whatever, there's nothing wrong with being
4: patriotic. Nothing at all. Mike in the 407. Go ahead, Mike, you're on the air.
7: Yeah,
4: I was wondering. Instead of an ashtray,
7: that truck
3: actually came with a dip cup. <laughs> American amenity. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than having to roll down your window and spit
4: your dip or true out. No, there should be like a little, a uh, little like funnel and hose that leads right out to the bottom. Well,
3: this is our country.
4: This is our truck.
3: Yes. How about a nice little straw that connects around like it's one of those beer hats that you can spit it out and it just goes flying out the back of the cab.
4: So you're driving around looking like uh, Superman.
3: You're right. It's like you're driving with that little straw, uh, except your uh, big American
4: truck is your wheelchair. Yes. The Wildhawk in the 407. Hey, Wildhawk. Uh,
1: this, this new Chevy, has a, ha, they've come up with a new technology uh, called negative gas mileage. Uh, well, you just pour gas in your car, and like a gallon of it spills on the ground before you can like actually start
6: filling up. American Amenity.
3: That is true. That's one of the things, mandatory. Just spraying the gas around on the floor, mm-hmm. just to make sure, just to remind, remind, uh, remind everybody who's boss. You get a tap dancing at first. You're not at all ashamed that we're having this. Um, you'll see the ads at the on the Sunday Night Football. I think that's where they de- they're debuting it with the K- Katrina thing, the 911. And according now, mind you, it's a blog. I actually mm-hmm. got the story from the New York Times. But according to the blog that that pointed me to the New York Times, originally, and there's no joke. There was a nuclear bomb going off in one of the ads.
4: Well, the the, the truck is the bomb. That's what they're trying to say there. American America. Clinton in the 407. Protecting you from fallout.
1: Yeah, hi, guys. Hey, you know, you are talking about how for the advertisements they're showing all the uh, catastrophes that have helped form America. Um, I think after they show Katrina and September 11th, they should finish up with clips of the inauguration of George W. Bush.
3: Well, why not? Just reminding us uh, how we got to this point.
4: Let's go to uh, Frank, the tow truck guy in 352.
3: Hey, Frank. I hope you get a lot of these. Hey, guys.
1: Here you go. Every one should
4: come standard with some of those chrome testicles you got hanging from the truck. Instead instead of the uh, the, the, uh, the tow ball, it's just two.
3: Yeah. It's two cajones. American amenity.
4: Joe in the 407. I
3: like the idea of them being gold, too, just bragging about how much we have.
4: (laughs) Joe.
1: Hey, yeah, I think it should have a racist horn on it that says like "Get out of the way, back, or "Get out of the way, towelhead."
4: Uh, American <laughs> Amenity. Or it's that uh, Johnny Rebel. Whenever you press the the horn, it just plays Johnny Rebel. The Reparations song. Yes. <laughs>
3: all right, I did not even think of that. Uh, yeah. All right, here you hit the horn, and then all of a sudden you get a little of this.
1: There you go again, talking about reparations.
7: (laughs) Out of my
5: way! There you go again, talking about something else free. (laughs) There you go again, talking about reparations. Well, listen to me,
6: you ain't getting nothing from me.
3: Now, here's the thing, too. He said towel head or mm-hmm. went back. That's written backwards, just like ambulance, so that you can see it coming up in your rear view. <laughs> American <laughs>
6: Amenity. It's
3: a Hideout Row Radio
4: 104.1. Rolling Strong Hour 1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 916 1041, 1041, and STAR 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Um, I know you were here. I got to check out a little bit of the show, but basically last night I ended up falling asleep to the um, Monday Night Football game. Oh, how was it? I didn't watch any of it last night. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. I know um, we had a caller last segment talking about how it was crazy for them cheering on uh, the football team, you know, and just cheering there in the Silverdome, or um, not the Silverdome. Superdome. Dome. Superdome. Mm-hmm. I can understand the symbolism, but it's also what kind of drives you crazy about You know, the $180 million spent to rebuild the Superdome, when entire districts and wards are still just absolutely devastated. But there is something about this symbolic, you know...
4: Yeah, we are back, you know, we are still city type thing.
3: Yeah. I tell you what, man, I don't know if it's the Saints are really that good or they're just rolling I personally think the team is actually that good this year with
4: Reggie Bush and Drew Brees. I think they're definitely heads and shoulders above what they were.
3: But... When like the first uh, series, they end up blocking a kick for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and the place just goes nuts. You couldn't help but there was just kind of like, I'm not going to say there was divine intervention because I don't believe that the the higher power is worrying about sports. I do, but uh, then that means he hates Detroit. He mm-hmm. uh, doesn't. But you could at least say there was something about just the energy of the uh, of the building that maybe helped that you know help spur that along. You know, there's something to be said. For that kind of human energy when it when it comes to a, a sporting event. 4079161041, Triple Eight Nine Seven Eight One
4: O Four One. People still want to throw out some amenities in the uh the new Chevy truck. Yeah, let me recap American made.
3: Let me recap what's going on for you. They're dropping the Silverado Like a Rock by Bob Seeger. John Mellencamp, I guess, is gonna have a new song called Our Country. And the ads, which are gonna debut this uh this weekend for football, mm-hmm. Have historic moments in recent American history, including the Rosa Parks on the bus, Martin Luther King Jr. speaking, the aftermath of September 11th, and Hurricane Katrina, with the new uh, tagline being, this is our country, this is our truck.
5: Let's go to the Admiral.
3: What do you got, Admiral?
1: I was thinking of, uh, I've got two things. Uh either a, a pre-fitted flight suit with the mission accomplished banner to put in there you
3: know what that is brilliant instead of having the bumper stickers I say one of the new American amenities is just embroiled or burned
4: onto the back bumper mission accomplished you know what's even better hmm. they do the commercial uh, but they and you know how they are able to superimpose stuff and everything they have the Chevy truck flying onto the uh, the flight deck and uh, George Bush stepping out of that thing why not American amenity what else did you have?
5: Hey, I got another one. Uh, a Diebold voting machine already built into it, so <laughs> you know, all your friends don't have to worry about going to the polls. They can automatically vote Republican right from your truck.
4: Exactly. American Amenity. Hello. Get a fat Damn it.
3: Um, K Mike says, this truck don't run on gas. It runs on the blood, sweat, and tears of the U.S. working man.
6: American
3: Amenity. Uh, that's the Mexican working man where mm. I believe it's made. So that's the whole NAFTA thing. That's another one of those things where uh, GM has basically shut down Michigan.
4: Yeah, it's it's pretty bad over there right now.
3: L- Lansing, never heard of them. Mm-mm. They don't mm.
4: exist anymore. Dan in the 904. What's
3: up, Dan?
1: Hey, uh, I got a I got two. One instead of your uh, armrest in the center console, it's a beer cooler, <laughs> and the seating is on the fly toilets. American amenity. I'd not?
4: actually be into that. That's something I would like. Yeah, because what's
3: the point of pulling over and going, I'm too lazy for that? Not
4: lazy. Just don't want to. (laughs) Uh,
3: All right, Pedro says, now this new Chevy, this is our country, this is our truck, Mm -hmm. GPS tracking system. Let's say you're dialing up directions uh, for Kissimmee. You're dialing up directions Mm -hmm. for Kissimmee. Only gives you directions to Iraq, just for no
4: reason. American <laughs> amenity.
3: All the GPS things to send you
4: directly to Iraq. Let's go to uh, Smack Daddy in the four hundred seven. Hey, Smack Daddy.
1: Hey, how you doing tonight? What do you got? Hey, they should have a permanent bumper sticker that says,
7: "I'm a redneck, goat roping, tobacco spitting, butter. If you don't like it, kiss my ass."
3: I would say that actually comes when you sign the contract. Like <laughs> that has that has to be on your driver's
4: license. Otherwise, you can't get one of those. That actually is your signature. Wanted in the 386. They Yo,
7: want this it. truck's going to have something that can hold your cigarette and cigar for you. <sighs> Radio
5: Jihad. Radio Jihad.
4: Crack Monkey in the 407.
7: What do you got, Crack yeah, Monkey? I, yeah, I think every truck should come with a yellow ribbon for the war.
3: Uh, I'm sure it will. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, to be said.
4: I, in fact, they only come in yellow. Mm-hmm. So when it wraps around a tree, you're still supporting your country. (laughs) That or it's, uh, yeah. American (laughs) American. Let's go to Wild Hawk.
1: Uh, yeah. You know those uh, little vacuum sinks at the dentist's office?
6: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to have one of those so you can spit your dip into there. We already had
3: that one. (laughs) It's a good thought, but the other guy thought of it last segment. That way to screen it out, stupid. I like the Dennis creativity. <laughs> <A> little, <laughs> Why? We already said it. A little straw. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. And I, I said that exactly. That was the exact joke we used
4: last segment. I was screening a call. It's a you for that? Tuesday. i we're not getting the 407. Tuesday. I guess so.
7: Jeez. Hey, Happy, I want to apologize to you from the bottom of my white
6: meat. Let's have sex.
3: Is he screening calls? I guess not. Can you pretend to? Why, wow, that's too hard. Christ. Christ. Yeah, you just call. Put it right up. Doesn't matter if what you say is stupid. Um. Oh, by the way, for driving this truck, return 18 automatically drives you to the nearest army recruiter.
6: American okay. Amenity. It's
3: a hideout. row Radio 104.1.
6: All right,
3: Dubs, people saying the new, uh, this is our country, this is our truck, and the mm-hmm. American Amenities. Vomitron five thousand says uh, it's got a washer and dryer in the back in case you got to wash your white hoods for the special occasions. <laughs> and Steeler fan in the three fifty two says the metal's actually bullets melted down that were shot in Iraq. <laughs> Remember, this is this is our country and this is our truck. Yes, it is. Oh my! Um, what's most disgusting to me is the invoking of nine eleven and mm-hmm. Katrina to sell to sell cars. But on the same hand, it's not anything different that uh like 24-hour news networks don't do. The big reason they keep rerunning all these things is to sell ad time because for example, let's say a uh, history channel or an A, mm-hmm. and they have the path to 9/11 or
4: I love those,
3: you know, leading up to 9/11 mm-hmm. and all those things. Those are ratings,
4: Yeah, those are ratings getters. Oh yeah, without a doubt, I watched every one of them twice. To do what? Sell
3: ad time. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, I'm gonna sit here and be a hypocrite because we're in the same business. Yeah. But again, and maybe this is where we've gone astray, J Dubs, is that we don't like to sit here and scare you. We'd rather make you laugh. And you know, when we when we very we started the segment off. With the whole liquids are okay to have on planes. Again, if you go to the Out podcasting on iTunes, you can hear an interview we did with a guy named Richard Green from the Register that we had on the week after they banned on this stuff. Maybe the week of, mm-hmm. and he said it's impossible to blow a plane out of the sky with that. Why? I mean, it would have it would take the perfect storm, and even then, it wouldn't be enough to blow a plane out of the sky. It would just blow a hole into a plane, and you decompressed be still be able to land. So what's all the hubbub about? Again, fear equals ratings. Ratings equal money. So what are you going to have the most of? Fear, of and, course. And that's exactly what you've seen in every
4: single part of news coverage. And I'll tell you what, I don't mind it. I really don't, because yeah, uh, what I don't like is people not getting it and people don't not understanding. That's what's going on. Because I love watching the stuff. But it doesn't really scare me into doing anything. You can't say that you hadn't been motivated by something you've seen on TV. No, but uh, like like the uh, I I can understand when something's being used as a scare tactic and what something is. Uh...
3: Do you remember when we were living in D.C.? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if you'd gotten there yet. Actually, I don't think you had. This was after the first anniversary. I think uh, maybe Tommy and Chunks will remember this. Uh, after nine eleven, mm-hmm. and they had the big scare about maybe something happening. So the best way to protect yourself. Duct tape, oh yeah, and sheeting.
4: Yeah, duct tape,
3: plastic sheeting. Yeah, and so
8: I remember that you
3: couldn't go near a Lowe's or a Home Depot Mm -hmm. or anything. You could not find duct tape within a 200 mile radius of Washington D.C.
4: David Cross had a brilliant bit on this where he was, uh, it was something about you know uh, he read the thing and or he was listening and the things he had to buy were duct tape, plastic sheeting, a nickel, and a wish. Because you know a, a nickel will uh, be after post-apocalyptic times like worth a million dollars, and a wish is a wish. So there you go, and that'll save you right there. I bought a few sandwich bags for my face.
8: That was about it.
3: I I, I, I like I thought about it, and I'm like, like at the time I was uh, I was married, so I asked my wife, and I'm like, should we do anything? She goes, <laughs> Are you stupid? What is it, what is duct tape and plastic sheeting? What is that going to do to save us here in Silver Spring? Oh, uh, you're right.
4: I know. I, I remember watching that and thinking, and, you know, like duct tape, plastic sheeting. All right. Nice start. And, and that was it. Nothing after that. That's what you got. That's all you got. Yeah. That's going to do uh, stop a nuclear fallout. But yet that's what you were told you needed to do. That's, that's what the
3: government had come up with.
4: Get school supplies. Uh, You can protect yourself with school supplies. And watch our scare meter go up and down.
3: But at the same time, and you know, people get it. I know people out there, you get it. It's just with the constant messages and the constant bombarding, if you hear something enough... You're going to believe it. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Who used to say that old adage, if you repeat a lie enough, people will believe... Like, even you begin to believe it. Mm -hmm. If I were smart, I'd know who would
4: have said that. What I what I didn't get was with the uh, with the uh, the like multicolored uh, uh, terror meter or terror alert whatever it was. Each meter had like a different you know you know level, but there was no protocol for what you did at each level. So like it was completely just a mess with your head. There was no. Uh, thi- Do we still no thing have to- that anymore? Yes. What are we always at? Like yellow. Yeah, uh, we were at an orange when that when the whole thing came out with the. Uh, so what does that mean? Exactly. I don't There's know. nothing you do with that. What level is not
3: worrying at all? I, actually, Green. I think that's a uh, Jell-o, Jello recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, that <laughs> was lemon. Yeah, that's gonna be the uh, the color of the Jello for the week at the elementary schools. They have banana Jello. No,
4: it's lemon. Yeah, I wish yeah. I wish I'd been at Jello. I actually had
3: orange. I, I had all the flavors over the uh, over Sunday when Look I was trying you. to clean myself out. I normally wouldn't touch Jello, but when it's
4: all you can you have. You don't like Jello? I, don't I hate scraping the bottom. One, t- one time I thought I outsmarted Jello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let I me was, hear this one, genius. <laughs> I was uh, I was making Jello, and I usually made the instant Jello that you didn't need to you know boil and do all that stuff, but uh, this time I was making it, and. It was boiling and like the water was evaporating and everything, but just I I I couldn't figure out. All right, it's getting like I'm losing too much water here, and it doesn't say to add any water on the back. But I thought I outsmarted the directions, and they just left it out. So I just kept on adding water, and what I ended up with was like this big Jello Kool Aid type thing. (sighs) Somehow
3: I didn't think that would come out with you looking positive, and I was right. (laughs) All right, I'm getting this online. Uh, hey, 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 slow down for a second. Uh, as far as this whole liquid thing goes, you saw Die Hard 3, right?
4: Yes, I did. And those two things come together. But be careful. It could just be maple syrup and water that they put in the school, and then they blow up all the gold. Uh, they make you think they blow up all the gold, but actually they have it in Canada.
3: Um, so anyway, Dubs, there it is. That's the latest scare thing. Oh, K Mike had this one other thing, this one other American amenity. Just talking about the new uh, Chevy truck. This is our country. This is our truck.
6: American amenity.
3: If uh, it can detect you listening to Air America, send your name and address to the FBI.
4: It's like uh, the governor just uh, completely cut off switch right when when, when you flip over to it. Too bad they're bankrupt.
3: All right, people are saying, wait a second. So, you tried to outsmart Jello and you failed. Yes. You're just like Bill Clinton trying to get Osama. You tried and you failed.
4: I looked at it and I'm like, but why didn't I just tried? read the directions? But at least you tried? Mm hmm.
3: Uh, hey, coming up next break, um, we will get you qualified once again for this uh, football game of the week final score square challenge. We got that going on for you. Brought to you by Miller Light. We already had one qualifier this evening. We'll get another one eight fifteen, nine fifteen, 8 15, 9 15, and 10 15. Stay tuned for that. And also, too, J Dub's uh, big announcement about fantasy football in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1.
4: All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio, 104.1, kicking off Hour 2. 407-916-1041, 888 1041 and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone.
3: At the end of this uh, segment, mm-hmm. the chance to get qualified for the Hideout Football Final Score Square uh, Challenge. And um, details for that on radio.fm. Also, too, also uh, only on roeradio.fm, J-Dubs, is Fantasy... Pick your pony. All right. Here in the hideout, we do fantasy football as a show, and also with Drunky the Bear and you know, your cousin bike here is BJ up in Michigan. And at the end of the weekend, and I've still been asking for the drop, but I can't get it yet, um, and we used to do something called the Helmet of Pain, where whoever got the fewest points at the end of the weekend would have to stunt. Well, management said the stunts were uh, too hardcore. Well, whatever. So <laughs> we changed it to the Helmet of Shame. And what you've got to embarrass yourself uh, some way. We'll talk more about that in a second. But that's for the losers. We now have something for the winners. Uh, and this is the first time we've added this little wrinkle to hideout fantasy football. Uh, if you go to a real radio.fm, click on the Fantasy Pick Your Pony Challenge. Uh, you could choose which hideout member you think will have the highest score in fantasy football that week. Uh, you could win a catered party for 20, courtesy of Wing Street. The new Buffalo Sauce at Wing Street, Uh, get your choice of three heat levels, mild, medium, or burning hot, or choose from the eight earth-shaking other flavors, Uh, all available at your favorite Wing Street, Uh, bone-in, bone-out, or traditional. All right, so thank you very much to Wing Street for stepping up and finally looking for a way to reward the winners so you can go. I know a lot of people have already begun playing Mm -hmm. uh, on realradio.fm, so look for that. So obviously fantasy football is a big thing to those of us here in the hideout. Um, You can see the final scores from the previous weekend, Dubs. Uh, Our loser in week one was Drunky the Bear from Monsters in the Morning. And then the previous two, uh, you know, these last two weeks, was the guy who talked all the trash from week one about how he would not lose.
4: He has now lost twice. Nope, nope, uh... Week two was the interns. Oh, right, Week two, interns lost. Week three is the guy who talked all the trash by Curious BJ. you
3: uh, your cousin. Well, Dubs, uh, fantasy football has uh, obviously taken the nation by storm. Um, I want to welcome into the hideout. I don't know if we've got both of them. I definitely saw Hunter Weeks, the director, was up on the board. Uh, this is of uh, 10 Yards, the documentary film about fantasy football. Hunter, are you there?
7: I am. How you guys doing? All right, brother. How are you?
4: And we also have Jay
7: yeah. Fred. All right, we, all right,
3: we do have Jay Fred, who I guess is the star of the movie, 10yardsmovie.com. Hunter, what's the movie about, my friend?
7: Well, man, you guys are talking about it. It's about fantasy football and everything that it, it uh, encounters for us throughout the uh, NF- 2006 NFL season. And, and a lot of that's going to kind of circle around uh, Jay Fred.
3: All right, now Jay, Fred, uh, what are you doing? Because I guess you guys quit your quit your jobs to make the film. What what, what are you guys doing? I, I know you've gotten some backing from CBS Sportsline. Line. What are you guys up to? Like, what exactly is going on?
1: I actually still have a job. I mean, the, this movie isn't paying any money right now, so.
3: Okay.
7: Um, yeah, like the, the filmmakers. You know, we we've made films in the past, and we're working on getting like uh, different sponsors to help us out. And actually, CBS Sportsline kicked in, and they're going to help promote it. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's so much interest out there right now for fantasy football that everybody wants to throw a little bit of money around, which helps us make a film. Um, Jay Fred, though, yeah, he's still, uh, he's he's working and he sells uh, carbon carbon monoxide detectors. So uh,
3: okay. nice, I see. Um, all right, so throughout the football season, though, you guys are traveling around to different cities to like see what it's like in each town with uh, fantasy football.
7: Yeah, we're going to different towns and um, going to some different games. Last night, we we're actually in uh, New Orleans at the Superdome, so. What that, was the? Uh,
3: how was the atmosphere? Obviously, it looked electric on uh, on television, but you you know,
7: yeah, I mean it was it was amazing. It's kind of somber in a way, actually, parts of it. When you're out outdoors around the Superdome, people there like they were numb to the cameras. I was also at the uh, the opening game um, in Pittsburgh, and everybody was so excited when they saw the camera and this and that. But you know, you know, honestly, like I mean, there's a lot a lot of work to be done in New Orleans. But uh, you know, the, the fans there were you know still very excited, and obviously behind the New Orleans. And, and after, afterwards, of course, especially so because they. A lot of
3: butt down there. Uh, 10 is where you can mm. get more information on. We got Hunter Weeks, the director, and Jay Fred, the star. What Our uh, fantasy football guy on Fridays is a guy named Mark St. Amont, who wrote a book called Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, in which, I guess a few years ago, he quit his job. To play what like five? How many different leagues did he
4: play, Dubs? He only he only did uh, two or three, but it, he, he, because he tried to do a lot of leagues at one time and ended up losing all of them, so he decided to focus on like two or three of them.
3: And he ended up winning enough money, I guess, to support himself for the year
4: between that and the book. Yeah.
7: Um,
3: have you guys seen anything to that extreme when it comes to fantasy football? Uh, that's
7: pretty. That's definitely. Um definitely extreme we're finding some people that play in 10 or 20 leagues you know and and you know they're kind of like some people are a little bit more into gambling but like we're finding like really interesting groups to play like we we're in alabama and there was an all-women's team they're full tackle football players you know and they're all playing fantasy football um and we've got like this all police league in dc these guys like fly the helicopter you know one of the guys flies the helicopters mm-hmm. forensic experts all kinds of stuff so i mean it's just it's amazing to see what kind of people are playing fantasy football and what kind of impact it has on them and their lives.
3: Jay, Fred, what are you doing in the movie Ten Yards?
1: Uh, basically, uh, nothing much because like I just do what I normally do, just as commissioner. I've been doing it for like seven years now, and uh, Hunter thought I was interesting enough to, to follow around and film. Uh, I'm Tucker. not. I'm not finding that on the radio
3: because all I've gotten out of you is nothing and nothing. Like, what? What makes you so interesting?
1: I don't know. I mean, I just I am my, I am myself, and uh, somehow that's uh, that's interesting. I I, I don't know.
6: Big sell.
3: So. Yeah. Thank
1: you. I
6: didn't I didn't mean to
3: take the wind out of yourselves, bro. I was just trying to find out what Jake Fred does because I see he's the star of the movie. Hunter, why don't you talk up the star of the
8: movie?
7: Yeah, I'll talk him up. I mean, here is a guy, you know. Who uh, for our last film thought of uh, the idea for our last film, which is now at festivals and uh, doing really well. We'll have distribution soon. It's called Ten Miles Per Hour, and basically he thought of this idea of taking a segue from Seattle to Boston. And so uh, you know, I mean, who would do such a thing? I mean, Jay Fred has the quirkiest, the craziest ideas. Got 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 this like incredible wit. And uh, I hear and, it. <laughs> and, he at, and, he, and he sucks at playing fantasy football, which is which is J- important to
10: uh, us. No,
7: I'm not that bad. I'm actually pretty good.
10: Jay Fred, yeah. Um, this is chunks a producer. Uh, I, I was told by uh, your publicist that you're quite candid and you can be a character. Was she lying to Jay Fred to is a ham. Yes, yeah, a ham. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, but it
1: usually takes a while for me to kind
10: of like warm get to up talking with people. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, yeah. I can
3: respect that though. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not here to dance for us. I understand. You're just here to push the movie, so maybe you gotta feel a little bit more comfortable before you do anything. Hey, ten yards uh ten yards movie dot com. You guys ever come to Florida, you gotta come to Jacksonville, Miami or Tampa? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that I like. That was fun.
7: Uh what's that, Hunter? We are actually. We'd love to. Uh, you know, if any of your listeners are interested, love love for them to get in touch. I think we'll be down uh, in Florida. Um, I can tell you guys in a second. I'll get the schedule
3: out. Absolutely. You should, What you should do is come up and profile us in our stupid fancy football league where we used. We had a thing we were doing, Helmet of Pain, where whoever got the fewest points at the end of the weekend would have to stunt. Uh, one of the stunts being putting your junk on a toilet bowl and then dropping the seat on it. But management <laughs> said we couldn't do that. Uh, f- for some reason or other. So now we have a helmet of shame. Dubs, what are we doing for the helmet of shame so far so these boys know how serious we well, are well, into fantasy football?
4: Are you guys uh, familiar with the website Craigslist.org? Yes. Heck yeah. Okay, well, uh, the thing uh, for the first three losers is they have to each make a gay profile in the Men for Men section of uh, org. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> they're they're all trying to get the most uh pictures of men's Dugans Penises. sent yeah sent to them whoever gets the least amount sent to them has to put up like a, a, a basically a full nude profile with their phone number on craigslist.org
3: i say i actually want to amend it a little bit dubs while we have the boys from 10yardsmovie.com on i'm thinking instead let's let's profile it at an event i say they have to do a speedo strip down Either at the Matador for one of our happy hours, or if these boys even wanted to do it out there like at a Tampa Bay game. Uh, <laughs> I just thought about how awful that would be. Uh, at a Tampa Bay game, like in the middle of the tailgating, they get to go out there and do a, uh, a male uh, strip tease all the way down to like their... Uh, you know, uh, if like they a, lose? Like a ba- banana hammock if they get the least amount of Excuse penis me? pictures.
4: That's we can, awesome. We can do something with that. Yeah, definitely. That's I,
3: incredible. I, I like, you, guys, you guys, we got to come out and film this. I do, I do it. I say we we make it part of that. I don't know if you actually ended up putting it in the film, but you know, we we take our fantasy football pretty seriously. For the last yeah. couple of years, uh, we did the helmet of pain thing with the stunts, and we uh, we had 17 stunts, and you had to do them at what we call the Stunt Bowl around the Super Bowl. If you didn't, you had to get a tattoo, and that was all the stunts from the year. So we're heavily into fantasy football, and we try to work it in here. And I'm excited to see what you guys got going on. Well, uh, I tell you what, I'm going to put you back on hold, Hunter, and I okay. want to talk to you guys again when you guys are down here in Florida, and maybe we'll do a little some of this filming. Jay, Fred, hopefully we get to know you a little bit better then. Um, but uh, it sounds very fascinating just to see how seriously people are taking this all over the nation. TenYardsMovie.com. Chunks, go chat with those boys real fast and see what you think about maybe getting something together to get... Uh, Jay
4: Fred, he's a cut-up. I'll tell you what.
3: But you know, man, I understand. (laughs) Yeah, I I
4: completely understand, but it's so funny when people's publicists and everything set them up for disaster by uh, pumping them up way too much, and they aren't comfortable yet, so they can't really be themselves. And uh, so I just like when people are serious and say, all right, he's a little, uh, little low profile at first. But then after he warms up, it'll be a good interview.
6: Well,
3: hopefully we can develop a relationship with these cats and uh, get this going. Because here's what I'm thinking, Dubs. Hmm. Uh, I heard last night when I was driving home when I was sick.
4: Uh, your idea. You weren't sick. You're high.
3: Okay, that too. Um, but I really like the idea of the Craigslist.org men for men.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, Orlando. Do we make bike here? Speed BJ put his in Lansing? Yes, I was thinking you're Lansing, or to even the playing field. Detroit so he can get, you know, so enough people can see it. I think Lansing works. You don't know how little men for men there are in Lansing. (laughs) That's
3: what's so great about it.
4: Uh, And we won't be able to he's all the way out in Michigan. What are we going to do? Fly him out here to go out to the Matador?
3: Actually, what I was thinking, he has to do his strip tease on his webcam so we can capture the video (laughs) and put it on HideoutHeretics.net and we have that video forever. But do you like the idea of instead of reposting because you kind of already did the Craigslist thing uh, there's a phone number there though, and they're just getting. But I don't want people's lives destroyed. It won't destroy a life. What, I... you can't change a phone number. In all honesty, though, if we can get into this movie or even draw more people out to the Matador, you don't think that's better if people, if them have oh, to do? Definitely, that's fine. I think I want I think I'd rather do that. I like the wrinkle of the added bonus of the, of the studio audience while they strip down to a banana hammock. And if it's the interns who get the fewest uh, pictures, Duke pictures, then they have to do a. Uh, like a duo script tease out at the Matador or wherever else if we decide taking this down to Tampa. So this uh, this is something I definitely want to do. All right, thank you to those boys from 10yardsmovie.com. It does seem like an interesting thing. I mean, they're getting backing from CBS Line for the film. It
4: must be decent. You know, the... I still don't really know what it's about.
3: <laughs> they're, basically, they're traveling around.
4: Uh, Just going to different fantasy football areas? City
3: to city to, to profile different fantasy football leagues. All right. I got to think we have one of the better fantasy football leagues with what we're willing to do for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else around that's doing anything like this. That's stupid enough too. Mm-mm. To create a helmet of shame. 407 916 1041 By the way, you can now pick your pony for who you think's going to win hideout fantasy football each week and that gets you uh the possibility to get uh, 20 uh uh catering for 20 people from Wing Street, mm-hmm. all right? And that is on RealRadio.fm. We'll take a break, come back. Speaking of games, uh, I believe you want to be Caller 7. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hour 2, Tuesday
6: night. It's a Hideout Row Radio
4: 104.1. 407 916 1041, 888 and STAR 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Um. Dubs, who was our qualifier for the uh, final score uh, square challenge? Dave and the 352. I like the 352. They step mm-hmm. up really big. I think they ought to do the 407, personally. Uh, 352, the 321, um, 386. All those guys work really hard for the hideout. So uh, good for you. And uh, check RollRadio.fm. The game of the week this week we haven't announced. Uh, I think it should be Seattle at Chicago, which is the Sunday night game. I like that. It's a battle of undefeateds, I believe, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna be a really good game. Sean Alexander is out, but uh, it'll still be a very good game.
10: Tommy, you got that song
3: I wanted? Keep your head up, Dubs. What? This
4: one's for you. It's Tupac. I hate Tupac. Keep your head up. I wasn't sad when he died. You look a little down. What's wrong? I don't know, nothing.
3: I'm just a little tired. <sighs> I thought we did this already Thursday.
4: <laughs> I don't feel sick today, which is good. You just feel, de- you just feel, you seem depressed. I'm not depressed. Really? No. I'm good. Alright, just want to make sure you're alright. Me and you. Eh, buddies.
3: Questionable. All right, thank you. I guess he doesn't need it, Tommy. I appreciate you finding it, though. Hey, did you. Uh, obviously, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we watch television, mm-hmm. but. We DVR it and watch it during the day or on the weekend when it's supposed to be watched. Or at 3 a.m. Uh, instead, and uh, we do the hideout, and you should be listening to the hideout. Got
4: a chance to watch the. Uh, this morning watched heroes what did you think i did not watch last night i watched studio 60 i did not get to watch heroes i watched like the first three minutes and it didn't grab me i still have it sitting there i'm gonna try it again
3: uh i dug it did you i I agree it was slow okay i think they should have started it with two of the different other storylines and the one they did start it with uh i did like in the clip and i pulled the clip at the end where the guy goes i've been waiting for something all my life this is it i want to be somebody just shows you how powerful that saying is in the hideout, be somebody. Well, we created it. Mr T Who. Mm-hmm. That was us. Also too, J Dubs,
4: uh so you didn't get a chance to watch Heroes. Nope. Studio sixty, what'd you think? Loved it. I'm I I was very worried after the first show that they're gonna take it in an odd direction and uh, like have it be kind of cheesy. But I thought it was really good, and I think it's going to be strong. After I watched that episode, I didn't know where you got that from. I, from the from the hero suit lady. You know, like uh, the uh, the big president of the network. The woman, Amanda P? Yeah, the big it, president of the network being the saving grace. Here's why I like it, though. She reminds me of Catherine Brown. Yeah, but Catherine is like an immediate boss, not a head of a network. But see, that's the problem, that you should have more...
3: Catherine Browns is the head of Clear Channel. And I mean that with all my heart, by the way. Um, I mean, like if we had, because you're right, Catherine is our local boss here. Mm-hmm. But if we had someone like Catherine running programming for like a major network or company, I think you would see things incredibly different in America than they are now.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And it, basically in last night's Studio 60, there's this whole struggle where... Like a Christian Rights Network was going to boycott the show, and they did their whole media marketing, uh, where they're trying to, you know, start a whole hubbub about how, you know, what is it? Um, Studio sixty hates God.
4: Yeah, and like they they're had a,
3: protesting.
4: They had a sketch because uh, the stu- Studio sixty is a sketch show, like uh, th- Saturday Night Live yeah. or a Mad TV, and uh, it was called Crazy Christians or something like that, and uh, they just heard the name. And they never saw the sketch. They just heard the name of the sketch. So uh, they had a bunch of the local affiliates uh, c- getting complaints and everything. And some of them pulled. So they wanted the whole sketch pulled without even seeing it. And they basically refused.
3: Well, it's interesting, though. They didn't do the sketch. I don't think. At least they said they were going to start with it. And they started with something else. Well, It'll be interesting to see if next week the Christians found that as a victory. And so like they're taking I, I, it one step. Level. I think
4: they still used it. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I think
3: that's the way it's going to play out, that it was thought...
4: Because they would have made that a bigger thing if they pulled the sketch, but right. they they didn't pull the sketch, they just needed a, a good opening to the show. But that's what they
3: were going to open with, if you remember that from the original.
4: No, oh, you should start with it, not open with it. Um, Because Saturday Night Live and stuff like that, they it, the opening thing isn't necessarily a sketch. I think you're wrong. I'm absolutely right. I guarantee
3: you next week that's going to be the hub of where they think that they won and they got that, that thing pulled.
4: Mm-hmm. I guarantee they did it.
3: All right, Tommy just sent me over Amanda Pete and the whole nine yards in her boobs. Wow, they're nice. I didn't know. Yeah? Whoa, that's a full frontal
4: right there. It's too
8: shadowy to actually tell. And
4: yeah, but that's pretty good. I'm magnifying in. And you know why they won't consider it a victory? Hmm. Because uh, you see in the next episode that they're still attacking the network.
3: Did it? Oh, these crazy Christian groups, they don't stop once they've won. They keep yes, going. They do. Uh, are you they kidding? They
4: lay off for at least the immediate.
3: No, they keep going until things are completely, uh, the whole station is off. They don't stop. Once they get that one taste of blood, they keep going, man. They don't stop with that. No way. I guarantee you next week that's what happens. 407 916 I'm going to bet. 50 bucks. I'm not going to bet $50. 50 bet. bucks. Oh, so listen. If you have $50 to throw around, then I, I do. Wanna, I want to see your contract because I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting extra cash that I'm not. 100 bucks. Jesus. Oh, $1,000. Um. Did you see that? I guess Mel Gibson is in, uh, hot water again. Uh, this movie Apocalypto.
4: Hmm. What do you do
3: now? Apparently draws parallels between the Mayan culture shortly before it collapsed and America's current situation. Saying the precursors to a civilization that's going under are the same time and time again. He's right. We learn nothing from history. We refuse to look back and see what brought other civilizations down. And a lot of times history repeats itself.
4: Um... So you're saying Mel Gibson's right about this and the uh, the Jewish people.
3: Well, that's what I was going to ask. If he is right about this, what does that mean (laughs) about his other comments? Just
4: because you hit one home run doesn't mean you knock them all out of the park.
3: I'm just thinking
4: maybe he's on (laughs) to (laughs) something. I want you to say it. Mm -mm. I want you to. If you think he's on to something, I want you to say it.
3: With what he said about Apocalypto? Mm, No. He said, I just want to draw parallels. I just looked at it and thought... We, uh, we display that stuff here. I don't want to be a doomsdayer, but the mind calendar ends in 2012, so have fun, he chuckled. This cat's waiting for the end of the world.
4: Now, he How does here. that feel? Hmm. I, I, I can't imagine what kind of mindset you have to have to be waiting for the end of the world. And be looking forward to it.
3: He said, for example, the director talked about the use of fear to manipulate people. We talked about the, the whole first hour. Mm-hmm. And then he says... Uh, in one of those, if we were typing on I am, it'd be italicized because it's meant to be sarcastic. So happy that doesn't happen now. Motivating fear, uh, motivating people with fear is apparently the major theme of apocalypto. Well,
4: he's he's basically mad on what people are scared of. And it's not the Jews. We <laughs> should be afraid of them.
3: All right, let's isolate that so now we oh, have done saying it. I don't
4: care. <laughs> you <laughs> so can point that at me all day. I do not care.
3: I think it's ironic that the crowd that he plays to is the same ones being manipulated by fear. When you think Mm -hmm. about it, that's just like the whole irony of it all. But that's the one who's making money for him, so whatever he understands, he's like us, part of that vicious cycle. Now, is Mel Gibson the most controversial entertainer alive right now?
4: I would say so. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. More than Tom Cruise. Yeah, more. Tom Cruise is not considered controversial. He's considered crazy.
3: How about like a stern?
4: Yeah, right. At yeah, this especially point? yeah, considering now. Oprah? Yeah. Oprah's pretty safe. Janet Jackson. Well, did you hear about what she said about uh the uh the nipple thing? Mm mm. But she wishes she didn't uh apologize for it now.
3: <sighs> you stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. You raggedy whore. How dare you ruin radio. Kanye West, is he more controversial than Mel Gibson? He's up there, but no. Marilyn Manson, back in his day, maybe, but certainly not no. now.
4: Bill O'Reilly? He wants to be. Oh, does he want to be. But no. He's too afraid, actually, to be controversial, even though he wants to be really bad. Now, let me ask you,
3: what does that say about the the life and times of what's going on right now?
4: Where Mel Gibson's our most controversial person?
3: The most controversial entertainer. Can you guys think of anybody else? 407-916-1041-8889-78104. Here's what's saddening to me. There's like no one from music. Mm-mm. Music's not making a splash at all
4: right now. And, I mean, I
3: guess Kanye a little bit. And especially with like rock and roll. Remember rock and roll, I remember, and I loved Marilyn Manson at the time, remember, he was the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. He was what everybody... All your parents were afraid of for about nine months. Yeah, that summer of 1997, I think it was. But then, who really? After that, I know he was still running the same, you know, gimmick that
4: yeah, but that an Alice
3: Cooper did or an Ozzy Osbourne did. But like, other than like, ro- as far
4: as Rockstar goes, and like, controversial, is it K Fed? Are you telling no, me? No, no, no. K Fed isn't controversial because. He is, you know, outspoken and, uh, you know, everybody, you know, are, is afraid that they're going to follow him. He's controversial because no one knows why he's popular. Are we genuinely that watered down? I think so. I think, uh, I think any kind of company is afraid to put any of these people out there anymore like that. Or can we not be shocked anymore?
3: Do you, do you think it's a matter of we've all been desensitized to these shocking... Like, you know, with the shock jock stuff, you're mm-hmm. not going to do anything on the radio to shock people anymore. That's Shock why, jock. That's why I wouldn't even try. You can't go out there running up those same uh, hack shock gimmicks because it doesn't work anymore. It had its time, and it's over now.
8: Yeah. Christina Aguilera was shocking for about 35 seconds and then she <sighs> went from the uh, squeaky good girl image for and... Uh, what was that? Disney show she was on, Kids Incorporated. Kids corporate. Yep. and then she went to the dirty phase, and now she's gone back to
4: the I, clean. the nice girl. Yeah, yeah.
3: Ice
8: brought up a good one after uh,
3: after Manson, Eminem. Mm. Yeah, and remember, and they even collaborated on a song or something where Manson did the whole, you know, they they he got just did together. the video. Uh, same with Pedro brings up Madonna back in the day, but now, do you, do you realize there's no even hubbub about her being crucified now in her live stage show? There,
4: there was, like, uh, there's some people who came out against it, but, like, for the most part, people didn't care. You know, I, a few, uh, special interest groups cared, but the main amount of people didn't give a damn.
3: Why can't we, we're not shocked anymore, there's no controversial artists out
7: mm-hmm. there
4: anymore. Why? Let's go to Frank in the 407. What's up, Frank?
7: Hey, I was going to say the Dixie Chicks back a couple of years ago. What they said about George Bush.
3: Yeah, I mean, but they weren't. I guess you could say. I mean, they were controversial, but they weren't really controversial because they got run out of town. You can't be that controversial when you when at one point you can't really work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, country shunned them so bad that if they had had any staying power, they were able to. Uh, they'd have been able to
4: stick around and keep shock jocking, but they couldn't. Let's go to uh, Jilly Headmat.
5: What's going on? What's up, bro? All right. Now, it seems to be the answer to several of your questions. I believe that Louie Anderson would be one of the most uh, controversial
4: <laughs> out there.
3: That is true. I like my media coverage, deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's getting over that, though, because he's got his new perfume. <laughs>
8: Louis. He seems to like a lot of things deep fried I've noticed. Every soundbite I've heard, he says
4: something about being deep fried. Everything. Everything's deep fried with that man. Matthew in the 407.
1: Matthew, go. Hey, uh, you guys have been talking about this, but what about a guy who's uh, up there in 2004 and getting ready to release his new movie here? What about Michael Moore?
3: Okay, Michael Moore Michael Moore is probably right there with Mel Gibson when it comes to a yeah. one of the most controversial entertainers of our time. Give that man a prize. 407-916-1041. I already hung up on him. Then the next person who calls up says Michael Moore gets a prize. (laughs) It's the Hideout, Real Radio
6: 104.1.
3: Back in the Hideout, Hour 2, Real Radio 104.1. Our buddy Inspector Clouseau says maybe uh, Mel Gibson is going to do a TV show on that new Christian TV network. You know, the Fox one? Mm -hmm. The remake of an NBC sitcom. Mel Gibson, Helen Hunt. Mad about Jews. (laughs) Thank you, Inspector Clouse. I believe listening up in Connecticut. Nice. We were just talking about, like, controversy, and I guess Eminem and Mel Gibson are the most controversial people we have in our lives right now, and especially when it comes to entertainers. And, Dubs, I think you hit it right on the head. And this is why I'm liking this Studio 60, that companies are too afraid to put anything controversial out there. Because they're afraid of the backlash, yet it's been proven time and time again that controversy sells.
4: Without a doubt.
3: And controversial people sell. When you even just run down this little list that I said earlier. Mm-hmm.
4: Those are very, very successful people.
3: But for some reason, the big corporations don't want to get behind it because of what you saw in a Studio 60 last night. And a special interest group
4: coming up and giving you crap about it. Let's go to Jameson in the 407. What's up, Jameson? What do you got?
1: What else? Cat Stevens? you about old, old rock stars that are...
4: Uh, <clears throat> little old y- Yosef Islam? Yeah, but not now.
3: I mean, not anymore
4: uh, still. He still can't fly into the country.
3: But I, I mean, who? Other than it's brought up like once, twice a year. Mm-hmm. I
4: don't think so. Let's go to uh, Sean in the 407. What's up, Sean? Hey.
1: Um, sorry about that. I was on a speakerphone. No problem. I, uh, my thought is the reason there's no one controversial in, out anymore is with all the FCC regulations and all that crap, they can't put anybody out to shock us anymore. I mean, we've already seen, what, Alice Cooper go out on stage and bite the head off of a bat? and
4: You're getting a little mixed you know, up. That was you got Ozzy Osbourne, but yeah. taking
1: a dump on stage. Right. How much further can you push that envelope and businesses get behind it? Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean...
4: <sighs> There's I guess it's a combination of both like people are afraid and even if you do put someone shocking out there what are they going to do
3: yeah have you even noticed too like the big thing is to build fake controversy mhm and to like plant controversy but it's not anything that's real that's real it's nothing of substance you know, like a Paris Hilton is always into something, drinking and driving, or talking trash about someone else. But,
4: but it's all fabricated stuff. Even if it isn't fabricated, it still doesn't really affect people more than just the one, you know, you know, one passing comment of it, and then people move on. They aren't really talking about it. Steeler fan of the 352 says, "What about
3: those uh, neo-Nazi twins?
4: Prussian their Blue? music." I think Prussian Blue. If they, if they got the right kind of uh, promoter behind them, could be our next. Uh, Shock act. I think, at least for 40 or 50 years, it seems
3: like we're kind of in that downturn right now, it's going to be another 40 or 50 years before we get that really, truly shocking, controversial artist again. Mm-hmm. Because I think people have brought it up. Uh, corporations can't get behind it. And you're just almost desensitized. If Jackass the movie, this the second one, number two, which, by the way, I thought was fantastic... If it had come out 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. 12 years ago, the picketing would have been running rampant and you would have seen people like Tipper Gore, you know, Lieberman, out there attacking this movie.
4: But now it just doesn't matter to them.
3: Yeah, that and the gimmicks kind of run its way. Let's go to Drunkatron in the
4: 407. Hey, sweetie. Hi.
3: By the way, really fast, uh, just let me get this in really quickly. Over the weekend, I was listening to the... Mixtapes on the podcasting on iTunes, Mm -hmm. and and I listened to the whole Drunkatron saga. It is fantastic and compelling beyond all belief. So I want to thank you, honey, for fantastic radio. Oh
9: Lord! Well, I quit drinking, so I'm not. I'm not nearly as entertaining.
3: Again, all right. So this is the second time this month.
9: (laughs) No, no, no. Like I I really did this time.
3: Oh well, good for you then. All right, what do you have, sweetie?
9: Um. I was thinking about, like, there's still stuff on TV that's, like, relatively
1: shocking, even on network TV, like The Shield.
3: All right, there's maybe stuff like The Shield. I didn't think about that. Like, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but even that, too, because it's on cable and it's not on It's only on, on FX, though. Yeah, when you think about it, because if It's Always Sunny, and I know you said it was on Fox a couple of times, but if it was mainly and debuted on Fox, I think that maybe they are were- so watered down. Oh, yeah. Because Fox wouldn't be able to get behind it, afraid of advertisers, mm-hmm. just like what happened in the Studio 60. I want to play this clip again from Studio 60 in a second. Let's
4: go to uh, Diabetic Lids. Can you give me a name that I can say up there, or like, uh, like how I'm supposed to say that last one? Lids or lids or what? Or leads?
1: Supposed to be Dimebag Lids.
4: Okay. Jesus, right,
3: Dimebag Lids. That's not even close to what they type. Oh. What do you got, Dimebag Lids?
1: I got to tell Jesse the Body
3: Ventura back about ten years ago. All right, Jesse the Body, ten years ago when he was running for governor. Yeah. Who's our most controversial political figure?
4: Mary Carey, the porn star. That could be one. But she's not. She hasn't won anything yet, though.
8: Doesn't matter. She still has political
4: opinions. You know.
3: You know who it is right now? This George Allen, who was uh, a senator. It was one of your former senators when you were up in. Uh, I've met him before. Have you? At a Redskins game. He's so tied into the Redskins. It's so we- I guess because his dad used to own the old Redskins. I be- I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. But anyway, so this cat just finds out a month ago that he's Jewish, <laughs> and he gets brought up in a debate, and he is like the ultimate white bread Republican. So I'm not going to lie. What does that matter? Why does it get brought up in a debate? I'm not going to lie. The Democrats are a little dirty-handed. Oh, by the way, uh, rednecks, you'd be voting for a Jew. <laughs> Just want to let you know
4: that. The Jews. You should be afraid of them. Oh, Jesus. Then it's coming out. So that was out. very O'Reilly of me. What a bunch of bull. The Jews. You <laughs> should be afraid of them. Yeah, you're right.
3: It was very O'Reilly of me. They're then the worst
4: of all time.
3: Then the big news today is that the Senator Allen... Loved to drop the N bomb mm-hmm. when he was a football player in the in the 70s in college. Of course, who didn't? So much so they were like, all right, we got like four people that can say drop the N bomb. Then his camp was like, well, we got five that say he didn't. <laughs> well, we got four probably who are uh, white who say he didn't. And then the other ones who are black or vice versa. Because you know you say the N-bomb around certain friends and the N-bomb around other friends, but you don't say them around everybody.
4: Yes. And they say The other thing If is, I can't say it to anybody, I screaming into a pillow.
3: What? <laughs> then they say the other thing this cat did was he would, uh, he cut like a boar's head off mm-hmm. and like shoved it in a black family's mailbox.
4: <laughs> I love this guy.
3: I, I know you're still wishing that you were still registered up in Virginia so you could vote for Alan. That's, why a boar's head? I don't know. I gotta find a story for you and drop it. It's the funniest thing. Who
4: is running for office in this country? These guys. I can't wait till the internet age people start running for office and people are just pulling up old blog postings oh, yeah, just and uh, nude pictures of their wives.
3: Let me see if I can find this George Allen thing, because it really is one of the funnier. We don't talk a whole lot of politics in here, but this story is just too funny. Oh, now it's gone from the front page. That's ironic. Thanks, oh. thanks, Drudge.
4: Let's go to Michael Moore in 386.
3: Hey, Michael Moore.
6: Hey.
3: Yeah. I just
7: want to say Michael Moore.
3: All right, you're a winner. Hold on. I said the next person to say Michael Moore is most controversial, wins, since you hung up on the other guy.
4: Hey, do you have the Tune It Tuesday open?
3: I can get it real fast. If you
4: Please want do. Hold, uh, that would be wonderful if you could get the Tune It Tuesday open. JDubs, you give me just two seconds. So I will have the Tune One, It Tuesday. One two.
8: Um, computer slow. Should close down some of this. They all are running slow today. Everywhere in the building, even even not even the internet. Just every program I try to open just sits there for an hour.
3: Uh, here we go, Dubs. Tune it. Tuesday. Yo, yo. yo, we're hitting the streets on the Tune It Tuesday. The hideout. Tune It Tuesday is a little guerrilla marketing. We send the heretics out and usually chunks but for some reason he thought he didn't have to do it this week so uh, he didn't go out but it's guerrilla marketing. We get you to go, go out to a public radio and uh, turn on the hideout on Real Radio 104.1 to turn new people onto the radio show. Who's El on- L. Ross out in the
4: 407. What are you doing? What's up El hey, hey, what
1: Ross? Up guys? Let me, let me apologize in advance for my voice. Uh, I'm down here at uh, Incredible Ink on Orange Ave downtown, mm-hmm. and these gentlemen down here have been kind enough to to tune their radio to 104.1 to hide out for the rest of the night here. Oh, wonderful! I like the twist of getting it just a bit. All right, so it's Incredible Ink. It's actually it's Ink Incredible Ink, and I hear they do a hell of a Batman tattoo down here. All right, a hell of one! <laughs> ink Incredible Ink on Orange Avenue. Yep, yeah, it's, it's actually 1 South Orange Avenue. They also have an International Drive store at mm-hmm. 7215 International Drive. And uh, they've got a special on nipple piercing tonight. It's only $35.
3: Get it done. All right, L. Russ, this is a fantastic rink. Once again, by the way, happy birthday to you, L. Russ. I know you turned 28 Yeah, thanks a lot, guys.
1: And I'm, I'm going to hit up some more places down here downtown, see if I can get some more people tuned into the hideout.
3: All right, tune in Tuesday. Call us Wonderful, back. But right bro. now, it's Ink Incredible Ink on one South Orange Ave, $35 nipple piercings. No, sir, let me let me clarify. It's
1: Ink Incredible Ink. Like ink
3: incredible
1: with I-N-K.
3: Ah, Ink incredible ink all right very yep, good and a hell
1: of a batman tattoo that's all i'm going to say about that
3: all right batman tattoo all right so like ross I'm, how do we get a a Twitter tuesday done that's why i right, nominated thanks, him Bob. for president of the heretics good job all right dubs you remember in the old days when getting tattoos were uh
4: yeah it was controversial shocking. or when the tongue ring just came around and everybody was you know wow can't be shocked crazy there's nothing you can do to be shocked anymore
8: i know a few girls that pierce their own belly buttons and it always got infected
4: it looked oh, terrible you, you can't you can't do that yourself you gotta go to a place like incredible oh i cleaned the, the pen
3: myself incredible ink j dubs mm-hmm. it's a hideout row radio 104.1 <laughs>
4: Back in the hideout, wrapping up Hour 2. It's real Radio 104.1. 888 1041 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: I forgot about George Allen, too, calling someone like a, a Mecca or a Mocker or something. Yeah. Which is also a racial slur.
4: Isn't it like a, a monkey? A certain it, kind of monkey?
3: It's something along those
4: lines. Yeah.
3: So anyway, Dubs... Uh, looking forward to the anti-babe girls coming in here.
4: Yeah, they should be in pretty yeah, soon. Thanks yeah. to our buddy, Heretic
3: Ralph, once again, stepping up mm-hmm. with the
4: uh the He's our Tuesday, buddy.
3: Yeah, he's our Tuesday friend. He comes in here, sits quietly, does a little work, brings food. Man after our hearts, J.D. Mm-hmm.
4: Let's go to Black Burt in the 386. Hey
3: there, bro. Oh, by the way, a k- uh, shout-out to Incredible Inc., on uh, Orange Jav, the $35 nipple piercings tonight. They're getting it going
4: on a Tune at Tuesday. Yeah, they've so, got uh, the show pumping.
3: Appreciate that, Inc. Credible Inc. Black Bert, you there? What's up,
4: man?
7: Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. What do you I got? got a, um, like three people Sorry that I think are uh, pretty controversial. I got uh, Bill Clinton, Al uh, Gore, man. and Johnny Knoxville.
3: <sighs> Again, if this was 1999?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, Clinton back in the news, getting in people's faces.
3: Yeah, by the way, being completely great. right about everything.
4: <laughs> just it's just so great how how uh how pissed he was, and you can just see it in his eyes. And you should be. Mm-hmm.
3: I loved how the Daily Show yesterday for their moment is in, they showed Chris Wallace attacking Clinton about not doing enough for uh, against Osama, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Then Katie Kirk sitting there talking to uh Condi Rice about trying to get a date.
4: <laughs> it just showing how <laughs> They're grilling the wrong person. Yeah,
3: the media is officially biased toward uh, the right wing now. It's no longer the left wing media. It is now officially the right wing media on all parts. And you're quote unquote left wing if you're somewhat uh, Mm -hmm. balanced. And they bitch about that. Ah, boy, oh, boy. Um. All right. So the anti babe girls are uh, going to be coming in a second. What do mm-hmm.
4: they got going on? Uh they have their tenth anniversary show uh, coming up uh, this Friday over at the AKA Lounge. Those girls are only ten years old. Mm-hmm. That's the best part about them. Wow.
3: <laughs> I'm excited because the rumor is Jody. Mm-hmm. What does she call herself? It's on here. The head, jo- the head bitch of anti babe princess. Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she has new boobs.
8: Mm. Turn the cameras off. Why? No reason.
3: <laughs> so, actually, go to Real TV on M so you can check them out. I got a little back info too on these girls. There's, uh, of course, Jody, Megan, Mary,
4: Ritza. Ritza. Hmm. Crap. I think I saw one of the Wu Tang clan.
3: All right, I'll just run through some of their backstory. <laughs> this Ritza. Uh,
4: uh.
3: <laughs> I'll go through some of their backstory. Real quick, we'll we'll find out who did what. Okay. Drunkenly taught myself to smoke with my private parts. (laughs) Runs around hotels naked and moving to Afghanistan in November. Wow. Known for abilities with ping pongs. (laughs) Holy (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Comes from a military Christian family, busted having sex behind a Target. (laughs) Has tropical crotch. What? We'll find out. tropical
4: crotch? (laughs) Jungle. We'll find out who
8: that is. Um. This one. Why do I get nervous?
3: Suicidal. (laughs) Oh no! Had a suicidal pet fish, (laughs) but obsessed with aliens and elephants. All right, here's the thing that's kind of most disturbing about all of them. For their status on all of them, mm-hmm. single and size queen. <laughs> what? Just like Trunks. It's the Hideout Roll Radio
0: 104.1.
3: Hour 3, Tuesday night. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Uh, coming up at the end of this segment, your opportunity to get qualified. For the uh, football game of the week, final square challenge. Mm-hmm. So that details on Real Radio We've had two qualifiers so far tonight, and we'll uh, we'll get our third, or you can get qualified on Real Radio You want to go uh, there right now for Real TV and on Real TV on realradio.fm, You can see the lovely babes from Anti Babe uh, Dubs Anti Babe. They've done a lot of stuff with us here in the hideout.
4: Yeah, they uh, they came out not to the last major wrestling, but the one before where we were stuck in the alley so we didn't get to really spend a whole lot of time with them then
3: yeah um we got to chat with them back in the alley mm-hmm. um but um otherwise not a real but i know that it's a uh, first of all they're well known throughout the area they've been around for a while you've heard of anti bay before um but i uh right now we got the
4: do we need to switch the camera angle what camera are we on right now i took care of it
3: okay all right someone was complaining that we we're only seeing their backs um. Now we get to see their front. Uh, what's go Well, first of all, let's introduce, uh, as she terms it, head bitch of anti babe Inc. Uh, Jody. We've talked to her so many times before. She's single and a size queen. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I believe,
9: if you look correctly, we're all single and size queens. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I definitely commented on that before. Uh, before we started. Now, here's what's interesting about Jody. If I may be honest for a uh, moment, if that uh-huh. is okay. So, I've always said that there's, like, Jody is hot. Like, mm-hmm. every time I talk to her and I hear the way she runs her business, like, there's something incredibly sexy about her.
9: God bless you.
3: But, um, like, if she were ever lacking in one area, it was the boobs before mm-hmm. because she didn't have much. <laughs> Until now. I guess you got a boob job, and holy Christ, are those things fantastic?
9: Well, you know, sometimes you pay the money and you get what you pay for. Yeah,
3: those are re—get oh, the hell out of here! Look at those. Oh wow! So she just took down her um, her straps. We want to see Yeah, what size are those? I, we can put those on camera because we have the—they the, uh, have
4: the tape on. Them.
3: Yeah, they have the tape on. Can we turn the camera around? Actually, uh, Heretic Ralph's going to turn the camera around so that you can see him. <laughs> oh, my God.
9: What, uh... i for these things. the whole world.
3: Yeah, you want to show them off. What, um, what did you, uh, what size did you go? What did you go from to? Uh,
9: I went from, like, a full A to a full C. Oh, That'd
4: be wonderful. That is so beautiful.
3: All right, Jody, since you are the uh, the head bitch of Anti Baby Inc., what do you guys got going on on Friday?
9: Friday night is our 10 year anniversary.
3: Congratulations. Yeah. And you brought in the lovely ladies. Hair take her off. You can turn that back around. I actually, leave it there on Jody for now so we can see the cleavage.
9: Um, now I have to do the Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> what is the. Uh, oh, 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 sorry, I'm a little distracted. Um, <laughs> What do what we got going on for the 10th anniversary of Anti-Babe?
9: Oh, uh, what don't we have going on? We have uh, wrestling, old school Anti-Babe versus new school Anti-Babe in birthday cake. We have... Uh, what kind of
3: wrestling? What do you mean wrestling?
9: Birthday cake wrestling. Oh. Right. So we get all Big nice tub dirty. of birthday cake. Half-naked people, wrestling, old-school team versus new-school team. Oh, okay. People who started five years ago versus people who started in the last five years. So that, it's
3: like the old ECW versus uh, today's TNA or something. <laughs> yes, uh, all and right. that's at the A.K.A. Lounge this Friday?
9: That's A.K.A., yes.
3: All right, what time everything's just, uh, is everything getting started? Doors
9: open at 9. We will be there until 2.30 or until the cops make us shut it down. So. <laughs>
3: all right. Um, Dubs, I think that uh, we should head out there. I know after the open door, usually we hit up something like a... Like something a wing, chill? Yeah, a wing house, but since it is the 10th <laughs> anniversary, yes.
9: I do believe when we were stuck in an alleyway that I personally got a promise from both of you... Uh-huh. ...that you were going to be there. Oh, we're going to be there. Because we're going to be there. The private party at my house that I sent you the I invitations I, to... I, I but we and didn't There was a promise.
4: We delete Dave most of our emails, so we didn't really see a, the invitation. I had a spam
3: filter, um, mm-hmm. so I didn't get a chance.
9: There but were I, naked pictures too, in you. Mm. Son of a
3: bitch! So. I didn't miss. I those. didn't get that invite. What the of
6: hell?
3: <laughs> wow. All right. So this is going on uh, Friday night, AKA Lounge. Where's the AKA Lounge? I don't know if I've even been there yet.
9: It's off Pine Street.
3: It's right next to the Matador.
9: It's oh. Upstairs. oh, okay. It's upstairs, yeah. yeah. Oh, you okay. know where that is. Yes, Beautiful. I know now.
3: Yeah. Well, just, we do
4: we do our uh, happy hour there that day too. So anybody who wants to come down there, go to our happy hour, and then head right over the AK Lounge.
3: It's perfect because yeah,
4: we do a Hideout Happy Hour from
3: five to eight every Friday now uh, at uh, at the Matador on Pine Street, and so all the heretics can go from Hideout Happy Hour. Over to the AKA Lounge and do the thing with the anti-babe girls. Doors do
9: not open till nine. That's oh, right. You hang out and drink at out. the Matador.
3: Hang
4: out for another hour, drink at the Matador, and then uh, yeah,
3: head you, right over. You got the uh, the drink specials, which are like the two for one domestics, two for one uh, high quality wells. And then after the open door, we'll bring all the heretics back down to the AKA Lounge and party on that uh, Friday oh, night. I'm good. All right, now I want to go through this, through these um, stories. <laughs> about these uh, lovely ladies. Well, let's first uh, continue to chat with Jody. Again, is the anti-babe celebrating 10 years. Um, AKA Lounge. Get your uh, get your tickets now. Where can people go to get the tickets? At the AKA Lounge or where else? At the door. Okay, at the door. Are they available at the door? Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, let me see here. Kicked out of Baptist school for beating up a girl. What happened?
9: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in third grade. I... I started In the
3: third grade, you can get out of Baptist school forever.
9: <laughs> so early. What can we say? I, I started getting sassy early, and I, I, I didn't really feel like doing my homework, so I started beating up this girl who was smaller and less sassy than me and made her do my homework for me and you got caught and i got caught so I, it was unfortunate but then i didn't have to go to baptist school anymore so it all worked yeah, out it does I, seem like it was <laughs> uh, was baptist school where you learned
3: to smoke at your privates or was that somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> because apparently. no no no
9: i did that all on my own when does that happen the girls ha- gotta have a hobby what, is, what is that <laughs> jody
4: and how how does that come you know i'm smoking a cigarette up here i wonder if i can do it down here
9: About half a bottle of vodka. That's how that comes around. Does it?
4: I I, mean, I I smoke all the time, but I've never tried to stick one uh, on the uh, on the milk dud.
9: Well, maybe I should. Sometimes a girl gets bored. I need to be entertained at all times. (laughs) If I have to entertain myself, I will.
3: Let me ask, because we can't get too graphic. Okay. Did it work?
9: Yes, it worked. Completely? Completely. <laughs> Will we be seeing this? not something I can do too often at parties.
3: Was this something we could see at the AKA Lounge on
9: Friday? No, absolutely not. That's Pri- illegal. Private showing? But uh, a private <laughs> showing, possibly. I haven't done it in a while. So, uh. Why'd that would you be stop? Fun. Um, I think that cancer in that area would be a really unpleasant thing. Oh, come on. I know,
4: I know a lot of people get yellow teeth from smoking. I wonder if. Uh, that would go down there. Would no. you
3: would you rather get cancer down there from HPV or smoking? <laughs> I'd rather say it's something cool like yeah. like uh like smoking. I, as how would you
4: get cancer down there? Uh smoking out of my poon.
3: Uh all right. You're gonna have to dump that. It's too
5: early. No, it's not.
3: Sure it is. It's late. Uh 407 916 1041 Tickets are $12 uh 18 and up at the uh at the show or at the party coming up at the AKA Lounge on Friday. Very cool. I some dubs in our pan.
6: Of course not.
3: Just want to make sure you always <laughs> as- you always assume that you're going to be paying, yeah, and, then and then when you find out you're not, it's a, oh it's like a, goodness,
4: it's like a little treat.
3: Um, and then finally, and then we'll move on to the lovely l- other uh, lovely ladies that you have here from Anti Babe. You know what a pepperoni feels like intimately. (laughs) Um, Again, is this one of those crazy nights where you fed yourself and decided you need a nice cigarette after the meal? No, no.
9: That was was a boyfriend that was a really poor choice. (laughs) A a guy talked you into that? He he had an obsession with um, inanimate objects. Yeah. invading my body. And and God bless him because every time we have new anti-babes, we have the get-to-know-each-other story, and I have plenty of them. Oh,
3: obviously, <laughs> just running through these.
9: But pepperoni is is one of the most popular. So, And we do use it in anti-babe shows on occasion, just to kind of, you know, Relive. teach the kids... No, you gotta teach the kids that that's really not what you're supposed to do. We show exactly how burning and painful it is. <laughs>
4: yeah, I can imagine a spicy pepperoni.
9: Oh, uh, that
4: can't feel milk well. Milk
9: doesn't take that burn away. I promise, I try.
4: <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
3: the- <laughs> <laughs> Smoking won't even take it away. Uh, the anti-babe girls are here, aka Lounge Pine Street. Um, right next to the Matador, and we'll be doing our uh, Happy Hour at the Matador on Friday. Then everybody needs to head over, um, literally right there for the for the big party at the AKA Lounge. Accident turned pillow pants.
1: Hey, I'm
3: doing good. Oh, Jesus, pillow pants. What's
4: up?
1: <laughs> Not too much, man. Just been working a lot, and just want to check in, see how you guys are.
3: We are fantastic.
1: Um, what about you? Oh, I'm all right, man, making money, but not having a whole lot of a social
3: life. Uh, did you call to purposely ruin the segment? <laughs> Radio
1: roadblock. <laughs> Quite possibly. I was wondering what happened to that other chick, uh, AJ. She was pretty hot. Awesome. All right, what happened to AJ
3: and uh, anti-babe? And will she be there on Friday?
9: Absolutely nothing happened to AJ. We can't bring the whole mass of anti-babes out. AJ's I- at home working on rehearsal. We do have a 10-year anniversary in three days. All
3: right, how many girls are going to be out there from anti-babe on Friday?
9: I can't tell you that. You're going to have to come out and see. All
3: right, fair enough. There will
9: at least be five. Okay. I already admitted AJ was going to be there, so there you go.
3: Plus the four U's. All right, let's switch this around. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Let's switch over uh, camera angles, if you want to move that for me, Heretic Ralph, and uh, show the three lovely ladies who are in as well. And we'll, uh, sitting on each other's laps... One of them looks like she's. Have we card her? How old is that one in the middle?
9: Twenty-three. Get the
3: hell out of here! Oh, you know she does. Um, kind of. Oh, by the way, our friends uh, Doogie Tarantino and uh, Snatchy Cakes are here. They're in the corner though. They don't know if they want to be seen. But I know Snatchy Cakes kind of had this thing where she could play out the, you know, like the fantasy. The young girl mm-hmm. fantasy for the older guys, because she looks so young. I guarantee that's this chick in the middle Zemo where yep. Like, she puts up the pigtails, and
4: all of a sudden it's to catch a predator. Um, she definitely could be one of those people they use as the uh, ringer when the guys come into the house on that show.
3: All right, um, <laughs> I, what, all right. Who is who? Let's go from left to right on Real TV. So we'll start with the red hair and move over. Who is who we're talking to uh, with, here the anti baby. Ritza? All right, Rizzo. I, I have all your information over here. The middle? I'm Mary. Get the hell out of here. Wow, you are. Um, <laughs> and um, that would leave Megan as the one on the right. Yep. All right, I guess let's start with Megan and her story, J-Dub.
4: All right, what's her story? What's Megan's? <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> She's single and a size queen as yeah, well.
3: Single and a size queen works, obviously, for anti-babe. Um... She is known as Ping Pong Megan. (laughs) Uh, Is this something that I would assume like that I some saw kind of a t- trick. you know t- I Wong wish Fu? I could say
0: that I'm really good at the game but unfortunately <laughs> I have a habit of um, drinking a little alright
3: <laughs> be careful how you phrase it All right, mm-hmm. so you drink a little bit
4: then you use
0: And no what what I do is I bounce off every surface in the room until I fall down and stay oh, down
4: okay. So well, I thought there were some ping pong balls <laughs> flying yeah that's what I, I was thinking be- no. you. Ah. <laughs> oh man
3: uh, you're running around hotels naked, then?
0: Yeah, I do that as well. Um, you're moving to
3: Afghanistan in November. Yes, I am. Why?
0: Um, I'm working with a private military contractor. I'll be training bomb dogs, so I'll be over there for a year, really? making some money. All
3: right, now I, I don't want to make an inappropriate joke, but <laughs> uh, it's not even oh, a fuel. joke, but observation. No, I'm not even going to say it. It's in poor taste. Um, oh, we
9: love that. See, now we have yeah, to hear it. you gotta
0: tell
3: us. Well, I was just seen the real TV on realradio.fm. I just hope the next time we see you, there aren't two terrorists standing behind you <laughs> with like a machete. <laughs> You know what I'll be
0: wearing a burqa Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna
9: that's have right, to. I'll, I'll I'll take care of them if that happens. Um, <laughs> I'll send Jody Adam. There's already
0: promises that
9: she'll be back. So, yeah.
3: Um, got dragged behind a truck for a mile. Yes.
0: <laughs>
4: what was that story, uh, oh, Megan?
0: That, that's a high school story. <laughs> that was me. Right. Um, I thought it was we, they we didn't
4: put in you in blackface first, did they? Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! <laughs> Calm down oh, over there. Okay. I'm just making sure.
0: That was fabulous. <laughs> wow. No,
4: I'm.
0: Making sure. um, we had a picture. Up truck run out of gas, so we're pushing it down a hill to get to a gas station. It picks up speed, and we jump into the back as it's just, like, coasting. And I get in my head that it's slowed down. Look over. Still way too fast, so I'm not going to jump over, but I have this thing. If you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it, just to prove you wrong. So somebody said, don't jump over. You'll fall. So I just grabbed and jumped, and my feet went out from under me, and I decided to hold on. <laughs> how much, how much <laughs> so got... skin
6: did
3: you lose?
0: <laughs> um, I have a scar on my hip, because my hip bone hit, and then actually all that happened was yeah. my sneakers practically lit on fire from being dragged. I
3: dare you not to show us your tape over your nipples. I don't think <laughs> you will. And she does. Nice. Wonderful.
0: <laughs> wow. I love oh, this game. I g- you caught me. I love this game.
6: Uh, Let's go to Dick
3: in the 407. You can see these girls on Real TV on RealRadio.fm if you go now, and obviously you can go check them out Friday night, anti-babe, 10 years it's going on at the AKA Lounge on Pine Street. Make sure you get there. Doors open at nine. Admission only twelve dollars, eighteen and up to get in. We'll be there. What's up, bro?
7: Hey, Jesse. What's going on? What do you got? Um, listen, I had a cousin that was an exotic dancer. Did bachelor parties, and she did that trick, you know, you know by smoking down there. Mm-hmm. And she would, you know, smoke with her feet. She goes to show that she comes from a doctor, and she came down. The test came back. She had a camel too. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> almost made it through, bro. Uh, oh, almost. No. That was rough. That was rough. That, no, was, that, was, that was a rough. long. a long way to go I for a joke
3: I a mm-hmm.
9: comment, but then it didn't really need one. Yeah. <laughs> it,
3: was, it would have been kind of funny. Uh, let's move on now. I'm gonna save Mary for last because hers seemed kind of fun. Not that Ritz's don't, but Ritz <laughs> is the one on the left on uh, Real TV on Raw Um, you had a suicidal pet fish. Yeah. Was there anything particular you were doing?
6: Uh, maybe just not giving it enough love.
3: Okay. Um, you <laughs> was a cutter. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor you're, thing.
3: You're obsessed with aliens and elephants. Lived in Panama after Noriega. Um, that was
0: really
6: interesting.
3: Like what? What, what was? Uh, was it bad? Was it good? What?
6: Yeah. Sometimes I'd be outside and I'd I'd have to come inside because there was unidentified aircraft in the area and we were afraid of getting shot. So we have to go inside. <laughs> Jesus. There's cute, cute bullet holes in a Good lot time. of the buildings. About
4: even when she's talking about getting hole. shot, she's
3: that's, cute. That's like what's really hot about it, though, is that you know she could have died and she's yeah. here.
6: It was weird. In my backyard, no kidding, was literally. The rainforest, like monkeys jumping. Don't
3: be racist. Why like would you be that. racist? There's no reason to be <laughs> One racist. Of those in
6: my living room. Yeah. <laughs> but there would constantly be people being chased by cops going through the woods.
3: What's your specialty with anti-Ritza? Uh, Is there anything in particular that you do well or that's like, hey, we're going to do this, so we got to get Ritza on the job?
6: I don't know. I'll find out Friday what I can do really well. All right.
3: I'm, I'm but, uh, looking forward to that. And my girlfriend will be
6: at work. What? Uh, <laughs> and
3: now we're moving on to Mary. Uh, Mary is also uh, 23, single, and a size queen.
2: Definitely, very important.
3: Number one on here is that you really like sex.
2: This is true.
3: Um, stand up if you would, because people are so into Mary. It is, it is so to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. I'm not even <laughs> buying that she's 23, Jody. What are you doing? Do we check a license? I right, Well she's... you bought.
9: I was 25 and had a company for 10 years. <laughs>
3: uh. I believe that. You seem like a go-getter. All right. Get, bring that a little
4: closer. I need your address. She's bringing it <laughs> Let's go to Lone Wolf, lone wolf in the uh, 863. What,
3: what do you got, Lone Wolf?
1: I'm just wondering, uh, are there any women older than uh, 25?
3: Um, nope. no. 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 Not in this world. <laughs> not, not in the uh, anti-babe uh, fantasy world. Not, not at all. are <laughs> um, right, You come from a military Christian family. I do. You're known as the anti-babe perky spice. <laughs> but here are the here are the things that I have the big question about. You were busted for having sex behind a target. Tell me about that mary
2: <laughs> um well, uh, it was when I was 18, and it was with an ex fiance of mine.
3: Mm-hmm. How many times have you been engaged?
2: Uh, once. <laughs> just one, okay. And too um, many. <laughs> one too many.
3: Was he working at Target? Was it his break? No,
2: we just <laughs> wanted to go <laughs> talk. <lot>. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just that time, and it was needed.
3: Really? Uh, yeah. Was it a Target here in town?
2: Yes, it was. Which one? The one over in Waterford Lakes. Damn. Uh,
3: (laughs) Who caught you? Who busted you having sex out there?
2: Two uh, guy cops and um, a security guard and then after it the doesn't take guys that many people here. to
4: bust it they just they just wind up and then to go along on to
2: see it gets better the have two her female cops came along too all right so that's
3: the thing There, like we got a couple of weirdos having sex behind target let's have everybody go over there we can all bust them what they do to you did you like go to jail or anything
2: no they're just like you guys shouldn't be doing this you need to go get a hotel we're like okay um <laughs>
3: all right, i don't want to be too graphic but if if you're behind a target having sex, um, Mary from Anti-Bay, by the way, the party's coming up this Friday on uh, Pine Street at the AKA Lounge. Uh, I'd assume... How can I put canine position? Like, are you, are you laying on a dumpster?
2: It was inside a king cab truck in the back
9: <laughs>
3: Alright, so you were in a car.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was
9: thinking of a totally different story, Mary, I'm sorry. What was
3: another story?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Alright,
3: hold on. What, what's the other story?
2: <laughs>
3: Since already got brought up?
2: Um, well, you know where you could used to be able to watch the airplanes fly in and everything. Yeah. We're new here, but no, go ahead. Oh well, you, there was an area where you could park off the side of the road and watch the airplanes. Is this
3: fly in. at like uh, at the 528? Uh, like over the-
2: by it, yeah, like near 528.
3: Okay, it, it was a road that ran right alongside the B line. Yeah, okay. like by Hofner. Okay. Hoffner.
2: And well, my boyfriend and I at the time were in need, and um,
3: same boyfriend.
2: Yes, same. Okay. Uh, things were going okay, and then all of a sudden a truck pulls up next to us and parks, and the guy steps out of his truck and is leaning up against it, watching the airplanes, and he slowly glances over. We have the window cracked a little bit, and he's walking over to the window slowly, Um, and I'm like, I don't know what I should do, so I pop up and look at the guy and go, Hey, how's it going? Luna? And scared him
3: away. All right, so you did scare the guy away just because he was there to watch, I guess? Yeah, I, now, and
2: I uh, ruined his time. No,
3: I understand. Do you have tape on your boobs, too, or no? Of
2: course I do. I always come prepared. <laughs>
3: Holy Christ, I didn't think they'd be that nice.
2: Why? I don't
3: know, because she's hey, a... Do you, do you feel dirty because she looks younger? She's a smaller... I didn't think of that. Am I going to jail now? Yes. <laughs> oh, And here's the other interesting thing about Mary from Anti-Babe. We gotta be careful. We say has tropical crotch. <laughs> is that
4: is that the weather system? No, or it, could, is it, that... could, it could be one of two things. It, it could be like
2: uh, fish. To
9: make it more interesting. Fish okay, that's or in
2: reference to it. I used to live in Hawaii. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have this ongoing thing in Antibabe. babe. Um, AJ is actually one of them. She's got strawberry crotch. So I figured that. They should name mine Tropical Crotch since uh, I lived in Hawaii. Alright,
3: I just want to make, because I'm thinking uh, A, fish, or B, like forest. So I didn't know what was no what.
2: Forest. No forest. Show him.
9: Show him. Can we? Whoa, whoa,
6: whoa.
3: Wait, 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 wait,
9: Not the. Not
6: the
3: right.
9: You just have, lift up your skirt, honey. You can't have a forest. At,
2: you can't have a forest. In
9: anti babe.
4: No. All okay. oh, right, now you can show that on camera then. Yeah, Go that's ahead. fine.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. We have an uh, old anti babe girl on the line, Sean. Hey guys, what's up?
0: Sean. I miss you. We I miss you. Miss I was just thinking
9: so about hard. you. We have your picture already and what you're anti babe famous for. So. Uh, well, yeah, I'm mean, going to come by on Friday and see you guys. Well, you better. All right. Sh- yeah. All, right.
3: All right. What did Sean was uh, used to be in the uh, with anti-babe? And-
9: she still is. Once an anti-babe, always, always an anti-babe. Oh. Just of because course. she's not working the show doesn't mean that she's not an anti-babe. All right.
3: We'll take a break and come back. And from what I understand, um, there's something else we need to delve into with the anti-babe girls. Maybe we'll talk about that here All in a
0: minute. All Somebody's in trouble, and it's not us.
3: Um... <laughs> I didn't ask to see uh, Ritz's tape. Uh oh. Ritz, can I see your tape on Real TV? On your boobs? Oh, Jesus Christ. The floor? Uh, would you frown a little bit? Or just like. Just, Do what? Cry a little bit? How? Just, just How? frown. How? Just pout. Oh, God damn. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. I hope you're on Real TV on Real Radio, at that FM. checking it out. The party is Friday night. The AKA Lounge on Pine Street with Anti Babe. Doors open at 9. It is perfect because right after the uh, Hideout happy hour at the Matador on Pine Street, uh, with all kinds of drink specials, we go over and we party with the Anti Babe girls. It's a Hideout Real Radio
6: 104.1.
3: Tuesday night in the hideouts, Roll Radio 104.1. The girls from anti here. They got their uh, 10th anniversary party coming up this Friday at the A.K.A. Lounge on Pine Street. Doors at 9, $12 admission. Oh, look at this. Portion of the proceeds benefiting uh, Planned Parenthood of Greater Orlando. Wonderful. That's nice. That's very cool. Um... I guess there's a menu of stuff that they can
4: uh, do for you over at Anti-Babe. We got whipping, spanking, humiliation. How does that work? The humiliation.
9: Humiliation? Mm-hmm. What do you want?
4: <laughs> you want uh, so, so they, so you know they know just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, ask for something, and you guys do it like that? Uh-huh. Like uh, what, what's, what's the comment?
9: It has to be uh, a little bit... Of an older school anti-babe who will know how to humiliate someone properly, but um, yeah, it usually involves.
4: What are you saying, Gizzy? Put him in a
9: diaper, make him walk around in a diaper. <laughs>
4: nice, you, you yeah, know
9: we have we have diapers. We uh, put funny signs put on Put funny. Them. I have a small unit. Right. Um, Mm. My mommy dressed me funny and make them walk around while screaming obscenities at them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Torture, pony rides, waxing, dead man's grope. What is dead man's grope?
9: (laughs) Um, Well, it is a it is a fetish menu, so some people do have a
4: (laughs) of them being dead.
9: have a fetish for, <laughs> for, <the pets. laughs> for that type of thing, but since we are anti-babe and we do everything a little bit tongue-in-cheek, it's done in our own way, and we make sure that it's funny and fun for everybody involved.
3: Kind of like the Ted Bundy thing of don't breathe. Don't breathe. Don't breathe <laughs> while he was having sex with his fiance or whatever it was. <laughs> he kept yelling at her not to breathe. Something like that. So Basically,
9: they have to lay down and not move, and we get to do whatever we want to them. All to right. try and make them move. Yep. Oh, wow. All right. That sounds like Very our- fun.
3: Very yeah,
4: fun. Want- Gazoo wanted to say something? Yeah, I think so. Now he's on the phone. What did you want to say?
3: Y- you know, just being a intern on the hideout, I can get any girl that I want. <laughs> you know, you
8: girls could just bow down to me. Really?
9: <laughs> oh, really? Uh, no, really? Wow. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Why
4: don't um, you come in here, Gazoo? Right. Uh, Take a seat. Any,
9: anybody, anytime you guys need some sort of... Example of something that happens on the menu, <laughs> I think we found our first yeah, we'll volunteer. Oh, lovely.
2: <laughs> we Yay, we've got a gopher.
3: All right, come in here, Gazoo. And, Not that uh, we
9: don't know aw. that that was his nice way of attempting to volunteer without <laughs> mm-hmm. actually right. volunteering.
8: Hey, girls. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> See, he think, I don't know. He, I think he's starting to believe that he really can have any girl he wants.
4: I know. <laughs> he's got some kind of odd swagger to him for being a complete douchebag. All
8: right, here's the great Gazoo
3: Manning who says, because of as an intern you get as many chicks as you want <laughs> pretty much that's how it works out so you think you can have any of these girls that you want oh they have to bow down to me of course oh.
9: <laughs>
3: oh, okay. oh, I, what yeah. do you what do you mean by bow down? Whips. i don't even know if that's a whip that looks like be a member i don't, like
9: even, I don't member. even need a whip i i can just give them a look and i you mean know, just just look them. at
3: me I have broad yeah, shoulders. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Look at this. You want this. Who? What girl would not want the great gazelle? Uh, uh.
9: Actually, it has nothing to do with uh, what you look like. It has to do with the obscenities spewing out of your mouth in the last five minutes. That's really what kind of turns women off.
8: Oh, they love it, though. Uh, the women I hang so out bad. with. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Right, so,
9: so women with, like, that have had a lobotomy, is that the deal? Women with no brain and... No oh. personality? I'll Did
7: take them as they come.
2: <laughs> All right. Cool. Hey, see, he'll hey, take it Jody. as he can get it. Jody, what he's got is a babe, not an anti-babe. Exactly. <laughs> um,
3: do we want to go through the, one of the menus with Gazoo? Gazoo, sure. would you be opposed to this, or would you dig it? Oh, I'm going to dig it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs>
3: I, the one I'd love to see is a pony ride. Can we do a pony ride in here? Is that
2: possible? Mary, can you do a pony ride? I can do a pony ride.
3: Alright, let's have Mary do a pony ride
8: with the Great Gazoo. I uh, think she weighs more than he does, though. Yeah, let's tell Gazoo, uh, yeah. what, to, yeah, tell Gazoo what to do for
3: yeah. the
2: pony bring your, ride. Bring your whip so you can. Okay.
3: Alright, Great
2: Gazoo. Alright, wow. <laughs> she just threw him down.
8: It's like a cop.
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
6: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he moves right away. All right, hey, move, move like, the camera We train him. We
0: train him good. Keep going.
3: All right, I oh, can't no, You have to
2: go under that. Uh, oh wait, wait! Before you do that, kiss her boot. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Now, now you go under.
3: Okay. All right, the anti-babe party is coming up. She's.
9: you fast. pick up the
2: pace, honey.
3: Dude, this is so... A to catch a predator. Get me
2: where I need to be when I need
3: to be there. That's right, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for you to respond. <laughs> um, there's... Anti-Babe, it's their 10th anniversary coming up this Friday at the AKA Lounge, the party.
2: Now make him sit in the corner. Yeah. Oh, there you go, that's <laughs> better. No, 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 no. have a seat in the corner. No, no, you don't do chair. He does what he's told. Thank you. There we go.
3: <laughs> Gazoo, how'd it go? Did
2: he can't talk right now? He's being punished. Oh,
3: you can't talk right now. You're not being unless punished. He's, he's Tass
9: mouth the anti babes. He's being punished.
3: Oh, oh wow! Does that mean well? he can we...
9: time out. Right. Once he gets to spanking, then we'll, we'll, we'll
3: uh, let him. Dopey brings up a good point. You know he's going everywhere t- saying that he's on the hideout so he can get laid. I'm sure he is. No, I'm
1: not.
0: Did you? Uh, did we oh, say you we could, talk?
3: Say could talk? We didn't say you could talk. All right. I guess we should. Uh, Show him that he's been a bad monkey. You've got a real TV on Rollradio.fm. I say we allow uh, Megan to do the spanking, if that's possible. My pleasure.
9: The right, watch your right. mouth, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Is she big on that person? Get a
9: little.
6: <laughs>
3: gazoo get a little will scary. not be broken. You bow down to the great Gazoo. What
9: the Maybe she's like three feet taller than you. Look at over.
4: Just squirming. <laughs> he bends over way too easy.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's wrong, I honey? To play in mommy's underwear drawer. <laughs>
4: oh,
0: oh
3: Jesus!
2: No.
0: Don't do that to the dog, sweetie. Oh. Megan, what did he do
2: to the doggy? <laughs>
0: what did you do to the dog?
3: I put peanut
6: butter. <laughs> what?
9: <laughs> what the hell? Ow! God, it hurt.
2: Megan, harder.
6: Yeah.
9: yeah I,
2: I don't like whiny. Oh my god, that <laughs> hurt! Oh, jeez! Yeah, see, I have to have a man that can handle pain. Yeah.
3: Oh, that, that, that was hard. That I'm really worked. not
0: going to be bowing down to
9: you
3: yeah. Oh, no. But you must. No.
9: You can sit in the chair. Oh, but if he says we have to bow down one more time, then I get to whip him. To <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I, got,
3: I, got many I am the great Gazoo, right. and you bow down to me. Oh, okay. That's how, that's how All it right. I guess no he he wants He was looking
9: at me, so he's
2: lucky.
3: <laughs> I guess it's Jody's turn. Uh, Anti-Babe, the big party's going on this Friday at the AKA Lounge, 10th anniversary. Gazoo, obviously no one's bowing down to you. Mm-mm. And obviously no one has any interest in you. But Do they, you have any Gip masks that would fit his fat head, or uh, would you have to special order that?
2: I don't think oh they make God. them in that size.
3: Yeah, I would tend to doubt that too. How can you not be interested in me? I'm Gazoo from the mm-hmm. Hideout. I'm an intern.
2: Oh my God, you're on the Hideout! <laughs> yes.
0: yes, we, we love you. Oh my God.
2: We've never met you before. Yeah. We intern, honey. We like the DJs.
3: Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Gazoo, take your shirt off and see if you can impress him with yeah. your shirt right. off.
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 I think he'd look yeah. better with oh, she put, she put the shirt, shirt back, back on. on. <laughs> Show? Yeah,
6: oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks retarded. you
3: gonna
9: kiss? kiss him, baby? You gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry too. I know what you have to do. Yeah.
3: Feed that kid. Christ, have some pizza in the back. All right, you get the hell out of here. All
9: right. Can we get some information in int- inches? Because it might interest us. They are a size. We they are size, are size, size queens. Yeah. Seven and a half. Lying. <laughs> Lying. It's lying. General eight and rule, and a half or bigger. yeah, it has to be eight and a half or bigger. First of all, for anti babes yes. but um, general rule is men. Why? Add three inches to whatever they have. Oh, so.
7: baby. Oh. Half, really. Well, I mean, I was I was being really generous. I mean, it's actually nine, but I was going with seven. <laughs> Shut the half. hell up. <laughs>
9: uh,
2: All that right. That still makes him a that six. Still doesn't which make it. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, no good. All right, Anti-Babe
3: Friday. Ladies, we appreciate you coming. It's so good to see you and meet some of the new ones, too. Anti-Babe Friday at the AKA Lounge. It is perfect for after the hideout happy hour at the Matador. Make a day out of it. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, Doors open at 9 for the AKA Lounge. A portion of the proceeds go to benefit Planned Parenthood of Greater Orlando. $12 admission. 18 and up welcome. There's going to be a. Damn, look at this. Baby oil twister tournament. (laughs) Miss Slut Anti Babe pageant. Birthday cake wrestling. Old school versus new school Anti Babes. The Anti Babe model auction. Win a date with an Anti Babe contest. um, And a whole lot more. I'm just gonna go to Ibar on Fridays because they, I can get more girls there than get <laughs> them. so I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm
9: good.
2: Have a good time.
3: I, I mean, I can take home, you know, whoever. You I can stick to.
2: with girls, honey. When you're old enough for women, come let us. Know.
3: Aww. Oh, jeez. Um, we'll take a break. Come back. Thank you, Anti Babe. Anti Babe in the Hideout. road Radio 104.1. Hideout, wrapping up Hour 3. Hey, did we get a winner, or a qualifier? I don't know if we announced the qualifier for the Hideout football final score challenge.
7: We have uh, John from the 3-2-1. All right, About John
3: it. in the 3-2-1 got qualified. I have glitter everywhere.
8: It's on my paper. It's on my phone. Yeah, from the anti-baby girls? Yeah. Uh, I love them. They're so much fun. It smells good in the studio for a change. <clears throat>
3: MagicFan86 says, good God, Gazoo is probably the ugliest man I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, Somebody called up and said, make sure that he gets a tan. What was the other one? There was another completely um, flattering.
8: From uh, Dopey. It's amazing. Oh,
4: yeah, that's
8: right. Gazoo has flab, but still weighs 90 pounds. I thought that was impossible. Yeah. That's messed up. He has no
4: definition whatsoever. I got definition. I got these man man muscles. <laughs> Your definition is gay. <laughs> Angel Jenny.
7: Hey, guys. How you doing?
4: What's up, sweetie?
6: Oh, definitely recovering from surgery. Aw. Hey, it's not a big deal. I just wanted to let Castro? you guys
4: know.
0: <laughs> 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 no,
6: console.
4: Okay.
0: But I wanted to let you guys know that it's great finally being able to get the real radio TV worky over here. So
3: I heard that there were some problems with it and that there may have been, like, a record number of people on watching the anti-baby. Really? Because it was, like, freezing up and stuff. Yeah.
6: Yeah, it kept freezing, and the chat kept just uh, randomly booting people off, too. So
4: Yeah. Um, I, I heard, Did you hang up on her? Yeah, I thought we were done with her.
3: No, I heard she had a... Uh, A thing for um, Gazoo.
4: Oh, really? Call back. I'd like to hear about that. I guess so. Whatever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) and People are saying he looks like a waterhead version of Eli Manning. That's why we call him the Great Gazoo Manning. Mm -hmm. Because he looks like he would be in the Manning family of either um, Eli or the other one. I forget what it is. is. His lesser known brother. Patton. Let's go to Tony. What do you got, Tony?
5: Hey, do me a favor. Be honest. Do
7: the studio smell like old boobs in Monastas?
3: No. You're crazy. What are you talking about?
5: Those boobs are fantastic. Um, I don't know, Ben, but um, I didn't know you guys were going to have Marilyn Manson in the studio.
10: <laughs> <laughs> wrong. What's I did, up? I did get a lot of that about I feel Megan. awful, but uh, I was escorting the ladies down, mm-hmm. and I kind of wrecked it for Gizu. <laughs> wow. A well, he did this whole thing, and I told him... like what? To... What would he have had? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I couldn't help it. Uh, Gazoo came running into the office during the break when the girls first arrived, going, I'm not doing anything with those chicks. You can't make me. So to me, that's, that's that, uh, in his mind, he wants to do something with them. He's yeah. thinking, I'd tell you guys. Oh, oh man, he doesn't want to do anything. Screw with him. So I just told him, all right, man, cool, no problem. And then as we were leaving, I told the guys, like, he's like that kid in high school... That will spit at you and then go, I bet you you won't kiss me. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. And they're like, yeah, he's a total loser.
5: I'm not, I'm not that kind of LOL. guy. I'm,
10: no, no, that's not me. How many men have you kissed in your life? I've never kissed a man. I'm uh, coming out. Junks kiss him. Way. <laughs> <laughs> he's gay. We're having first tonight. He's got uh, bumps in his lip. What man.
3: other first have we had?
10: No no bumps? Yes. Come on, man. Let's do it. No, I don't want you to kiss <laughs> <What>? Just kidding. <laughs> I don't need you.
3: You really want to do it? you really kiss Chunks? No. If what? he
10: wants to, I don't, don't know. No, am
4: just can <laughs> right, hold on. Let's start this off slow. Come here. Come here, Chunks. Sit next to I right, Go to real TV. Sit next you to You boys him. sit in front of the uh the camera. The big sign over there. Let's start off. Just put each hand on each other's thigh. Just one hand, just rest it What's there. Your, I'm not the, saying do anything. Stuff. Just put your hand on his thigh. Hand on the thigh. No, come on. Scoot over. I got yeah, a knife, close. Dude,
10: I'm serious. I'll shank you.
4: You better watch uh, it. Can I right. say
10: that on the radio? <laughs> what? Allegedly. All right. He's ready for this. He really is.
3: <laughs> I scoot closer together so yeah. we can get you on the TV, on real TV.
4: We need to get together on there. All right. Now move your shoulders close together. I want you guys touching shoulder to shoulder. Relax, man. No, dude, this is gay. Nothing's Why happened are you yet. with Don't days. worry about it. All right. I'm nothing gay about this. Now just slowly move your hands back and forth.
10: <laughs> no, dude. come on. No, dude, that's straight. Dude, that is no, what it's not. Two dudes who love each other, dude. That's cool, man. If that's their thing and All they're right. going to a movie and doing that uh, thing, dude, that's fine, man. You know, <laughs> okay. whatever.
4: Then, then do this. I
10: ain't that crazy. This,
4: this is not gay. I want you guys to. Uh, put forehead to forehead. No, dude, that's totally no, gay. No, you guys aren't kissing or anything. Just it's put totally forehead to forehead. Gay. Let's do this. Come yeah. on. All right. here, yeah,
10: let's do it. All right. Oh, no, no, it, no. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah, right. Seriously. That's what you get for trying to be gay with me, no. dude. Are you, are you yeah. gay, man? <laughs> you get a nice headbutt like a bull. You <laughs> <know what> the, <laughs> next? the more, Why would you do this? The, Just, mo- the mo- more
3: gay you are, the less gay you prove to what me. What does that even mean? That means the more gay tendencies you show, that means the less... What the hell the, are,
10: the, are you talking about, gay tendencies? Well, you have them. Dugan do don't do it for me. Temple does. Sweet temple. Okay. Wonderful, beautiful temple. But you look at men in certain yeah, ways. Like gay men look just, at men. What the
4: hell are he talking <laughs> just, about? Dude. Seriously.
10: Just, just
4: forehead to forehead. Just...
10: you think it should be C-Lane in here kissing him.
4: No one's going to be... I'm not making you kiss each other, okay? Just put forehead to forehead. That's
10: so gay. No, it's not. Why?
4: Because, because it is. To forehead please. Come on. Just do Stop it for yelling. me. yelling. Do it for me. Forehead to forehead. Now, now okay. Now just jiggle yourself. What? Just jiggle yourself. No. No. With your hand. Your area. You jiggle your area, your own area with your hand. <laughs> That's awful.
10: That's awful. That's. I don't get. What? I don't get this. You don't guys. get what? You seem so normal, and then you got uh... Let me just recap for, I guess, the past week. As soon as Hefe left the other day. <laughs> yes, he comes up with this elaborate, obviously well-thought-of, helmet of shame stunt involving it's pretty uh, you know... By the way, I want to thank
3: uh, Zach Miller. I think somebody else posted this up on hideoutheretics.net. The Craigslist that everyone is already saying is Matt Alberts. It's a, <laughs> a men for men in Orlando. Have you seen it, Doug? I've
4: seen it. It is absolutely hilarious. It does look. And, I can't believe someone would do that. Oh, that's what you want these guys to do. I know. But that's for a stunt. I can't believe someone does that actually. This is looking from, like that. This
3: is from yesterday... Do not open unless you like out of shape B-H-M, big, handsome males. 20-year-old male, disease-free, 420 friendly pounds, or 420 friendly. Doesn't mind if you smoke. Cannot host. I guess that is Matt. Show. (laughs) Open-minded. Welcome to all body types. Curious personality. Very clean. That's not Matt. I like to shave everything. If you're interested, please email pick or MySpace. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
4: dude <laughs> what
10: happened he just started rubbing
4: his, fore- just, started rubbing his forearm nah. who chunks is yeah
10: you don't like it oh look at that who put who posts? i'm not even gonna yell dude I'm that is matt that is like my
3: that. room what the <laughs> hell it's matt it's so disgusting i can't i wonder if that's what matt looks like He's i'm sure like
4: 410
3: 420 friendly right
4: mm-hmm mm.
3: um pe- it- hey do we have the meltdown I guess the other thing that happened last night is...
4: <laughs> yeah, no, no one got to hear this, because this was after the show. We do a promo. And uh, I was cutting the promo, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't think of anything we we're going to do tonight. I couldn't think of, uh, you know, just... Uh, let me hear today's
3: promo, then, because I haven't okay. heard it yet. I want to hear what you got everyone during the day to tune into tonight in the hideout. <laughs> I'm very intrigued by this. I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Okay on the
4: next hideout. Hey, what's up? It's James from The Hideout. Make sure you tune in tonight. Full staff. i Hefe will be here. El Hefe will be here. And uh, Tommy will be doing his top list. Do what you want to do, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the? That? That's your way of
3: getting people to listen to the show during the day? Yes. Oh, I, I'm afraid to say that was probably the best of the best.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs>
3: The, yeah. Uh, one more time. I'm sorry, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I can't believe that's
4: real. <laughs> on the next hideout. Hey what's up? It's JF from the hideout. Make sure you tune in tonight. Full staff, I'll happy. i be here. Jesus. I'll have to be here. And uh Tommy will be doing his top list. Do what you want to do, bro. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> do what All right, to here's do, bro. what I don't
3: understand. Yeah. You're on this show, mm-hmm. right? Your name's on that little uh yeah.
4: logo. Look at that. Beautiful, isn't it? You didn't know that we could have previewed the quarter past the hour qualifier? Oh, yeah. The anti-babe girls? I'll tell you what, my mind was fried last night. It, It really was. I had nothing. There
3: was, uh, American amenities.
4: We didn't know that last night.
3: Yeah, you're right, I came up with it today. It was brilliant, though.
4: You want to hear some other ones?
3: Are kind of right, they edited?
8: It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I edited them all last night. Okay, so what are uh, what is this? So this is Dubs trying to cut the promo for tonight. Yeah, this is uh, Dubs uh, on his C-line. Shut up. Uh, his first take, and it just all goes downhill from here. So <laughs> here, as it loads up. Come on, come on. There we go.
5: Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> ah, f-
1: you
6: all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hold on a second. If you got that clip of me from calling the monsters, I want that little part at the end.
4: Can you actually? You all. Blah, 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 blah.
3: <laughs> I think the other one's better. The blah,
8: blah, blah, blah. <laughs> whatever that is. Are right, you got another one? Yeah, here he does the wacky DJ voice, and that doesn't work for him either.
4: And I don't always remember. Ah! Oh, I f- hate myself. I'm a on-air disaster.
3: I want that clip, too. <laughs> H- how long did it take you to cut that nothing 15-second promo? Uh, what, 10
6: minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
8: my God. Um, I
4: was out of it.
8: <laughs> it here's one that... Uh... Yeah, he, he was just completely out of it. This is one of the competition would want to get their hands on.
4: Hey, what's up, Jada? From the hideout. Really don't think you should listen tonight. <laughs> probably not gonna be that good of a show. I probably won't even be listening. Well, there you have it. <laughs> He's just out <laughs> of it.
3: I'm not gonna lie to you.
4: I wish that you would run that one during the day. <laughs> I was going to. I was just close to. You
3: know why? That's like a Studio 60 thing. We could have been like, oh, Catherine, that was a Studio 60. If you'd seen it, that's exactly
8: what we were trying to do. <laughs> it was poignant. Here he goes uh, crazy again because he can't think of what we have on the show today. To hey, promote. what's up,
4: Jails from the Hideout? Make sure you do something. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. Ah, uh, I have nothing to promote. I have nothing. Nothing either way. Nothing funny. Nothing interesting. Nothing. It's the Hideout. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
3: What's wrong? What was wrong last night that you couldn't I think of anything? Don't we had so know. much. It's been a stellar show. It's uh, so much no. going on.
4: I just couldn't think. I wanted to go home. Well, apparently Hefe,
8: you were gone, but according to the dubs, during this part of the promo, when he tried it, you were still
4: there. Hey, what's up? It's Jefe No, it's not Hefe. <laughs> it's me, J Dubs. How are you? <laughs> I... Hot talk. Make you sure got, you listen. Were you guys smoking the dope? I'll be back and stuff. Doing you that? <laughs> were you smoking the dope? <laughs> I felt high. <sighs> Christ, <laughs>
8: don't mind. Well, We just have two more quick ones. All right. This one. This is the last real mess up one. He, um, <clears throat> Dubs, kept saying, "Tomorrow night we're gonna have blah blah blah," and I go, "No, no, no." You have to say tonight because these are going to start playing tomorrow. So don't say tomorrow because that means it would be Wednesday. That that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, he uh, got upset when I corrected him.
4: (laughs) Hey, what's up, it's Jada from the Hideout. I hope I'll be back tomorrow. Damn you! All right, he'll be back tonight. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving the tomorrow in, so everybody knows I cut this a day before, and I don't know one (laughs) f***ing thing that we're doing. So (laughs) F*** you.
6: (laughs)
8: <laughs> Got his energy up for that segment, mm-hmm. though. And then uh, here's just the end.
4: You tune in tonight! We'll be back. Full staff. Oh, I'll have be here. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, will be here. And uh, Tommy will be doing his top list. Do what you want to do, bro. And
8: <laughs> and so
3: play the promo again, and that's what made it. Mm-hmm.
4: On the next Hideout. Hey, what's up? It's JS from the Hideout. Make sure you tune in tonight! Full staff. I'll will be. here will will be, be here. And uh, Tommy will be doing his top list. Do what you want to do, bro. Tonight nice. on the hideout. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the new catchphrase. Do what you want to do, bro. I'd rather it not be. Why? It's brilliant.
3: I can't believe uh, that's what. <laughs> that's how you promoted the show all day. <laughs> what an embarrassment. <laughs>
4: you just proud of yourself over there. I'm not proud. I'm just rolling with sure it. Sure
3: seems like it.
4: <laughs> Looking back on it, it was a fun time last night. <laughs> Yucking it up. We we're, were laughing our asses off in there over nothing.
3: All right, we'll take a break and come back. Hour four. Oh, there's plenty to do. Plenty. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout. Do what radio. you want to do, bro. Don't. <laughs> I know we got new t-shirts coming out. That's not what I want on the back. Why not, bro? It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Tower <laughs> 4 it's a hideout. It's Row Radio 104.1. 407
4: 916 1041, 888 1041, and STAR 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
3: Talk to the guys from 10yardsmovie.com. Uh, Anti babe girls already. Coming up at the end of this segment, another qualifier for the hideout football final score square challenge. Uh, details on rural radio.fm still have Tommy's 20 on the way. So we need ten. to. Tommy's 10 now. That's right, it's Tommy's 10. My, my apologies. So we still got to get that done. I just saw my uh, high school's MySpace at the. Um, I guess the reunion's coming up in.
4: Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Not going? No. Why not? <sighs> Tommy's now going to his. Yeah. That's such an odd flip.
8: Flying home just like 24 hours, not even that, even. Just to go and say, hey, losers, who's fat? Who's got a kid, jackass? <laughs> you know, i hear- go do some sluts now. See ya. If you really want to know why I'm not going to my high school reunion,
6: what? do
3: that. Because I'm fatter than I was, and I had married my high school sweetheart, and now
8: we're divorced.
4: Oh, is she no. going to be there? Yeah, I was going to ask.
3: No, she's
8: not one for that anyway. I think you should go and spread rumors about yeah. it.
3: I left that bitch Uh, You know it's odd because We were both voted Like she was Mrs. South Grand Prairie Heist Or Miss South Grand Prairie I was Mr. South Grand The chief and whatever they would call us Squaw, I don't know Uh, And uh So neither one of us are going to be there You know it's whatever Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like going back And getting the looks of why you put the uh, middle school weight back on Didn't you (laughs) fat kid
4: knew that wasn't going to last
8: long. Yeah. Why don't you and just make up some lies? Say you were like uh, 250 a muscle and then you got in a bad car accident. Well, yeah. And you're on your way back. I tore my calf muscle and uh, got ass
3: cancer. So, what about you, Shannon? You Shannon think... Merrick?
8: <laughs> She's fine. She looks oh, really good, it's a too. dude. Oh.
3: Have I ever told you... Do you know my high school story? No. A little bit? What do bit? you
7: mean?
3: All right, so... I was, um... I could do the whole thing of a radio star. You know, I've worked in major markets. You know, I'm right now at Real Radio, the best FM talker in the nation. But to me, that's not big enough as being, you know, that's not enough for being fat. Like I, if <laughs> that I doesn't make up for not it? Not at all. If I were skinny and in good shape, like mm-hmm. if I were where I was at this time last year, I'd have gone.
4: And that's a funny thing. You said last year, all right, 20 more pounds by next year. And I'll be ready for my reunion. Little did I know I'd put on twenty five more. <laughs> you would put twenty on instead of losing.
3: Yeah. It's been an awful horrid year, I'm not gonna lie to you, health wise. So anyway, in high school, uh freshman year, I was alright, I played football, baseball, whatever. Mm. Sophomore year is my breakout year. I beat out the the starting senior catcher to be the varsity catcher as a sophomore. And this is at a five A high school. This is like a big high school in Texas, mm. it was big time. Uh, I got the lead in the, uh, in the plays. Mo, Nah, theater wasn't gay at my school. And I'd kind of, I was starting to come into my own.
4: What was gay at your school theater wasn't? There asked me something that took that place. Band. Oh, band was still gay at every school. Yeah, but more so it was
3: band and choir. Okay. It, actually, I'll say choir more than anything yeah, else. We didn't have a choir. It, my school, I don't know if it's like this all, the time, everywhere. It could have been. But, like, kind of all the quote unquote popular kids were, like, in theater, in the honors
4: classes. No, no, no. All the, uh, that's like the polar opposite of my school. Mm-hmm. Theater and honors classes, you're a dork. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was weird. You get good grades. You think you're smarter than me? All right. Punching the head. All right.
3: Uh, you would have been that kid who was hanging out in our little,
6: mm-hmm.
3: um, vending machine area.
4: Probably. Who would be standing the there... the munchies, because I just smoked a big bowl.
3: <laughs> ...and was standing there in his Marilyn Manson <laughs> t-shirt mm-hmm. that they told to turn inside out. People would be putting in their dollars, and you'd be pushing the wrong button. <laughs> I always did that. <laughs>
4: I loved that. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things <laughs> I ever... I totally forgot about that. <laughs> People would be so... That was my last dollar, dude. Um, Eat the Snickers. Deal with it. I didn't want Snickers. You're nice.
3: So anyway... <laughs> But then uh, the summer between my sophomore and junior year, my dad mm-hmm. actually it was during my sophomore year. My dad gets a big job that he has to leave Grand Prairie, Texas and go to El Paso, Texas. But I didn't want to leave because I already established myself. My mom was living in Houston. Mm-hmm. So I decided to stay there and live with a friend from down the street, a Cuban family, Erod. I'll mention him occasionally.
4: I'm sorry about that.
3: And that's why I kind of have this thing about not liking Cubans. Because mm. uh, I lived with the Cuban family for a year and a half. So I lived with them until junior... I lived with him until my last semester of, of high school. When, when I was having sex uh, with my girlfriend and his mom busted us and essentially called my girlfriend a whore and then yelled at me for disrespecting their house... <laughs> So I was like, Screw you guys, I'm getting out of here. I don't have to live by your rules. Yes, you do. You're in their house. Yeah, I didn't realize. Whatever. Dad was an alcoholic punching holes through walls. It says walls. Whatever. It was so funny because they uh Alex and Erod who were the you know, two buddies, but they were the ones that um mm-hmm. my age. They would steal liquor and just pour water in there. Uh and replace any <laughs> liquor that they had with water. <clears throat> So that, so, that my senior year, second semester, I move in with this white family, um, the Merricks. And this guy... Let me tell you... Look, I'll define this guy who he was. Actually, he was built like C-Lane. Lucky. He, yeah. <laughs> he was... What a prize. He was the do-gooder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. He was the kid who... He got the Latino scholarship because he was the only person who applied for it, even though he was white. Oh. He was that guy. Oh, and one other thing. He was crazy because he got a Taz tattoo on his 18th birthday.
4: I hate Taz tattoos. This was
3: the a-hole I was living, in, living with. Where'd you go? The county fair? Uh may as well have. So then I have a falling out with his parents mm-hmm. because I tell them on prom night, uh i getting a hotel room. And they're like, all right, cool. And I'd already run it by my mom. So I get a hotel room, bang the prom queen. It was a good time. Well, then my mom afterwards, like after prom weekend, realizes what she had done and okayed me to essentially go get a room and have sex. Yeah. Got all pissed off, even though she was living in Houston. So she calls and bitches out the family that I'm living with. Why? I don't know. Because I guess I was having sex and she couldn't deal with it at the time. You know, I was you know a senior in high school. So she bitches out the family, and the family grounds me. <laughs> this is a family that, you know, they're not my parents. And my mom had already given me the okay to get the hotel room. So I get grounded for a month, <laughs> sleeping on a floor at this other family's house.
4: It was awful. Well, you you ruined it with the Cuban family. At least they had a bed there. Yeah, but they called my chick a whore, and I couldn't... So? Probably, probably right. Yeah, but
3: still, I was kind of sticking up. Plus, I knew that she'd never be able to come over again, so Mm -hmm. there's no way I was ever going to be able to get laid. You know what I mean? You can always sneak them.
4: That didn't work.
3: Why not? These people were animals. These Cuban people (laughs) I was living with.
4: Are you saying all Cubans are animals? From my experience, yes.
3: (laughs) The white folks weren't much better. Why not? Oh, we're terrific. No, because do you know what they did? They would turn you in in a heartbeat. Of course, we will. They were the we ones taking a bullet for you. They were the ones where you could come over, you could do all the housework for them. But mm-hmm. as soon as there was any inkling they get busted, they throw you out on the lawn with a exactly. illegal sign wrapped around your neck. Don't know where he came from. Then I went to a little family after that, and then went off to Texas Tech University. But that was my high school, man. Like that was my high school years. Is that that seems like it's pretty?
4: Atypical, right? I mean, you guys didn't have anything like that, did you? I I moved out of my place, my mom's house, uh, my junior year, uh, just to go live in like a little apartment with a friend. So it was basically Boone's farm and uh, no homework for me for the last two years of high school.
3: I did not know that. Yeah, that's good. Guy
4: Blair, we uh, we rented out an apartment which was basically um, above a house. And, a house where these two old people lived. Uh, and, the, uh, we, we go outside one day, and the old guy, like, really hurt his neck one time, so he's wearing one of those halo things, you know? And we just see him laying in the middle of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The, uh, the driveway. So we run inside, we tell the, uh, woman, she's like, yeah, he died right about an hour ago. What? <laughs> she didn't care, she wasn't worried about it. What'd you do, Joe? Call like the coroner or for, something? Should we call the uh, call nine one one or something? She's like, yeah, I'll do it sometime here. He's just laying there decomposing. Well, oh, it's an hour. So what he die of? Old age. I'm sure he had cancer or a heart attack or something. I don't know. We never followed up on it. We had too much Boone's Farm to drink. Your mom didn't mind you moving out. No.
3: See, it's interesting because my parents have this guilt thing of. You know, them not being around during my formative years, especially high school.
4: Oh, I wish my parents had that.
3: And so they're still trying to kind of make up for it?
4: Not mine. They still think they did a good job.
3: Who was it? I was talking to someone online today. What's your earliest memory? Um,
4: Five years old, living in my uh, my trailer. We had a trailer at the time and uh, this kid down the road stole toys out of my sandbox, and I was walking down the uh, the street, and I saw him playing with those toys that he took out of my sandbox, and I start yelling at him and getting in a fight with him, and his parents say, no, we bought him those toys, when I know that my Voltron had that broken arm. That arm was broken on mine. There's no way it was broken on both of them. It went missing the day before.
3: My earliest memory was of us living in our ghetto apartment in South Dallas and staring at a cockroach that was swimming in some orange juice while my parents were fighting in the next room, (laughs) mad because neither one of them wanted me that weekend so they could go out and party. Jesus. That is my earliest memory in my life. And so I'm talking to this person online, like, wow, you made it all this way without therapy? Yeah, I already know what my issues are, mm-hmm. I don't need someone to, I don't need to pay somebody many money so that I, they ask enough questions for me to get to where I already know where I'm going, I know what all the problems are, molested by a chick when I was young, <laughs> a chick, broken home, chick that, named Steve. that's my earliest memory, may as well have been Carl instead of Kim, she's so fat.
4: But dude, fat woman mustache more rubbing more, up against dude, the back more, of your neck. M-
3: more and more I realized she was a behemoth.
6: <laughs>
3: and that's why I just can't, I couldn't ever be with a fat chick, ever. And I know I'm a big guy, but mm-hmm. I will, I'll date an ugly skinny girl before I'll date <laughs> a fat girl. It would just take me back to that bad place. <laughs> the, naughty, the naughty time I of went, your life? Which, to be honest with you, wasn't bad. No? I mean when I was a kid I thought, hey, this is cool. Whatever. <laughs> at least I'm not gay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Even at five years old you thought that? Side outro Radio little four point one. Obviously chunks picking the music for this one. So they get for going to the bathroom.
8: not bad for a gay anthem. <laughs> could have been worse. I could have picked it. Oh. You. You kiss. <laughs> you
6: kiss me.
3: <laughs> Tuesday night in the hideouts. We're already on 104.1. We got qualified for the final score square challenge. We have qualifier Jamie
4: in a 3-2-1.
3: Congratulations, Jamie. Uh, speaking of high schoolers on MySpace, I've seen this guy. I could have sworn he was gay in high school. <laughs> I just knew he was, and he's married now. Not that that necessarily means anything. Uh, a little shocked by that, though. Casey,
4: we're talking about uh, some of the earliest memories. Yeah, Wildhawk wants to share his. Uh,
1: my earliest memory was getting in trouble for peeing in the sink at daycare. <laughs> I, you know, so I.
3: That's one of my earliest memories of school. I was at this um like Catholic Catholic school mm-hmm. like daycare, and. There was this big thing about during nap time you couldn't go up and go to the restroom, and so there was some speaker outside. And I don't know if it was the reverb on the speaker or what, but it sounded like the devil. And so I was running back and forth, and I couldn't decide like where all the cots were, where you were supposed to sleep. I was running back and forth, and I couldn't decide if I wanted a chance getting in trouble by the devil, and going out into the restroom and going, or if I just wanted to, if I was just gonna wet the bed. And what the cot. What'd you do? The ladder. (laughs) I made myself on the cot, and then I tried to explain that the devil was outside, and so I couldn't go outside.
4: How did that go over? It didn't really work. No? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. My first school memory was my first day of school, actually. I was coming back uh, home after the day, and I was supposed to get on a certain bus, but all my friends were over on another bus. So I decided to go on that bus, and uh, I'm like, hey, we aren't anywhere near my house at the end of the route. <laughs> uh, when are you taking me home? Like, where do you live? Other side of town. Yeah, you got on the wrong bus. Like, well, my friends were on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> Did they take you home? Yeah. How old were you? I was five. Okay, I was... No, actually four.
3: All right, well, they had to then. Yeah. You were riding a bus at four?
4: Yeah, that's my. that was my first day of school.
3: On the bus? Mm-hmm. Jesus, what backwoods place did you live? What? What, Was it Forrest Gump? Was there a feather when you got on? (laughs) Just floating away? Buses at the age of four? They'd have never done that in a big city. What do you mean? What what did you do to get to school? Parents had to drop you off at the age of four. There were no buses. It was my kindergarten year. You were not in kindergarten at four.
4: Yes. I started uh, school at four, and uh, I started school early. So uh, they put me in a uh, 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 grade after that called junior first, and then I went on to first grade. Sure they did. You
3: just failed kindergarten. You got I back. did not fail kindergarten. Held back because you couldn't master uh, Play-Doh. No, no. finger painting. I
4: remember the songs. I'm Mr. M with the munching mouth. My mouth goes munch, 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 munch. I remember all of it. <laughs>
3: I've never heard of that. <laughs> I haven't
4: either. When I teach you the ABCs, you know, no. Mr. M with a munching mouth. No, no. My mouth goes munch, munch, munch.
3: This is in your special, uh, no. left behind and they kindergarten brought, class. They, they brought in...
4: I was not left behind. Uh... I, I, they gave, they brought in these M cookies. So when you're singing it, uh, Mister M been- with a munching mouth. You, you crunch your uh, your uh, your cookie while you're going munch, 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 munch. So they did teach you how to chew in this left behind retarded kindergarten. No, oh, this is the regular kindergarten. Year two of kindergarten. Someone uh, stole my Marvel comic uh, uh, um, watch when I was in uh, junior first, though.
3: Was this during the M six weeks? No. Because apparently, you got a whole six weeks in uh, Fowlerville Kindergarten for a letter. <laughs> All right, people wanted you to isolate that song. Want we'll to go
4: back and pull that one from the archiver? Hold on. I'll do it again for you. I'm Mr. M with a munching mouth. My mouth goes munch, 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 munch. All right, give me some more for some of the other ones. Oh, that's the only one I remember. No um... wonder you got left
3: behind and held back.
4: Well, that's the one where they gave you cookies. Of course, of course I'm going to remember Mr. I'm with a munch mouth. Give me the one for V. Oh, what was V? Um... I think... I can't remember V. Jesus,
3: you're a retard.
4: What, what, what would they uh, give to a kid work for V? I don't know. I'm Mr. Hudson with HIV. <laughs> what? My T-cells drop, 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 drop.
6: <laughs>
1: there they are, in the
6: ground. <laughs>
3: Uh, all right bridges said my earliest memory is five years old um he said he was at jenny's thriftway in winter garden when he saw his very first black man and then he proceeded to ask how the black man got so burnt my mother then kicked the living hell out of me well
4: thank goodness she
3: at least did that what did you first do when you first saw Black Man Dubs?
4: When I first saw what? A black guy. <clears throat> I uh, called him E.T. I was probably two or three. Did you
3: have a special word <laughs> at your Fowlerville uh, second class held behind kindergarten for the N-word? Or for
4: N? Yeah, it was the N-word. <laughs> that was our special word.
3: My name oh, is...
4: Mm, <laughs> Let's go to Jack.
7: What's going on, guys?
1: Yeah,
3: you're, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother?
7: Nothing much. Nothing much. I was reading a special about uh, Japanese society. Mm-hmm. Do they
4: taste I like heard... Twizzlers?
7: What? <laughs> no, no, that was not okay. part of the article. Oh, okay. <laughs> what they were talking about was how they get their children to school, and basically, you know, we won't let our children out of sight while they get onto the school bus or anything. They have to have some kind of. They just send them on to the metro system. And oh. kind of gives them intricate directions, and then kind of you know there's a whole horde of children, and they all sit in the children area on the bus and on the subway, and kind of take themselves to school in one.
3: I had no idea about. It. I thought it was teleportation, like in Heroes. Mm-hmm. He's probably my favorite character in Heroes. I haven't watched the yet. Asian guy. I think you'll really like him. Does he have gills? <sighs> no, he does not have gills. Damn it, Faker. What? <laughs> So what, all of a sudden,
4: heroes isn't real enough for exactly. you? Exactly.
3: Gills must have been your G-word in this little retarded kindergarten class that you went to. Did you have a fascination with it. Iceman says his earliest memory is that Sunday when Green Bay beat Detroit 31-24. Shut, shut the hell up. Anti-Man in the 407. Yeah, what
4: up, what up? I got one of my
1: first memories I remember as a kid. I was like four in Chicago. And my mom went into a fast food joint. She said, stay in the car and wait for me. I like, all right. So all of a sudden, I look on the sidewalk, and there's a guy walking. And all of a sudden, two dudes behind him with baseball bats start beating the living crap out of him. And I was trying to hide under the, uh, under the car seat because I was so scared. I've never seen somebody get their ass kicked like that.
4: Just know that you caused it. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. it's all your fault. So deal with that from now on
4: had Matt in the 407.
7: What's up? What's up? Don't feel bad
5: about being left in kindergarten. I, I, I repeated kindergarten because I was so small, but the word for V was violin, I believe. Oh, yes. Also, yeah. My I first memory, man. though, my
3: first
1: memory was uh, molesting Tyrone last week.
3: Jesus, it's my cat. Leave my cat alone.
5: Rape me once, shame what? on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. All right,
4: here was uh, Matt <laughs> while Tyrone was just... <laughs>
3: By the way, I had to give him a bath today. Thank God. It was so funny seeing the cat wet. I get the, he looks like a little I, gremlin.
4: I don't think you're supposed to wash cats. They're supposed to be able to uh, wash themselves.
3: No, well, he's got a um, fungus, so they gave us a shampoo. You say he doesn't stink. He's a little glow worm. He's fine. Yeah. They, put, they put him under the uh, black light. He was glowing. <laughs> What
4: did you cover that thing in?
3: No, well, no, 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 no! That's uh, not with no, 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 no! no. It's a fungus. <coughs> it's a fungus.
4: Is that what we call
3: it? It's a hideout <laughs> road radio. Tommy's um top list. No oh, no!
4: You're
8: gonna mess with it again.
4: It is Tommy's top uh, ten list. Oh, it's the ugliest frontman. Can we also talk about chunks?
3: Yeah, I know you want to talk about chunks too. What would you rather do? Chunks first and finish out with the list? Doesn't
8: matter to me. They're both you me. You <laughs> pick. Let's talk about chunks first. Alright, we'll talk about chunks next. <laughs> what's wrong <laughs> with chunks? I don't know. He's just like really weird. He's just like spacey. He's he's looking around like off in the space and go, what's wrong with you? And like,
6: Nothing. Why?
8: I did notice something very interesting when I walked up this afternoon. Now he's saying he doesn't
3: feel well. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I'm
4: Mr. L. Munch mouth, my mouth is munch,
7: munch, munch, munch. That oh, was so odd. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Hey, I want to give another shout out to L. Ross and Tune mm-hmm. It Tuesday, and the boys are over at IncredibleInc.
4: dot com. Is, In- that, is that the uh, .com, or is it just Incredible Inc. down on uh, Orange Ave.? Well, that, too. Uh, com oh, as it? well. Yeah, that's your website.
3: But uh, they're the ones right there downtown uh, at 1 Orange Avenue, and also they got one on International Drive. And I always walk by there, mm-hmm. and uh, they're good peeps. They had the hideout turned on tonight. And El Rossi has another place. Um... Is another place lined up for next week that's Ooh. gonna pump uh the hideout on the street Nice on that Tuesday. So uh
4: look at look at El Ross out there why, making stuff happen. That's
3: why I nominated him for president of the heretics. I think we should redo the elections and everything. Drunkatron uh, sent me a message says her earliest memory getting her stomach pumped after eating mothballs.
4: <laughs> or that's what your dad said they were. <laughs> I said <laughs> Did he call himself moth?
3: I said, said, that's so odd and yet hot. All right, I hate to bring this up because it may seem like a bit of a sore subject. Yeah. For Drunkatron. If you go to podcasting, and I was listening to it over the weekend, fantastic radio between her and her ex-boyfriend, Simper Bry. He asked me at Heretic Hoop It Up over the weekend, which is a question I get a lot, uh, because Jake the Mechanic is also asking, too. When is it too early to bring up a girl to the open door? because I guess a few girls and dates have been scared off by the open door. Oh, Politics. I'm sure. Yeah. I know Garrett had one specifically. They didn't even want to go out afterwards because she was so frightened by that open door. What did we do that one? Uh, that was the one where we uh, threw shoes at Kazoo. <laughs> that
4: wasn't that scary.
3: Mm. I say immediately, because if they're not going to like this show, you're not going to get along with them. Mm. That's why Simper Brian Drunkatron never should have broken up, because they both loved the show. And if we had to choose one over, uh, I'd choose Drunkatron. Yeah,
4: we have enough dudes.
3: Yeah. And she's funny, too. Mm-hmm. So, Dubs, you got to hit that. <laughs> oh, you got a girlfriend, don't mm. you? Eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to see. Why don't you? I think my chick likes Drunkatron. Maybe I can work that three way. Mm. Still trying to talk her into it. That Aritza from Anti Babe when they were in earlier. She offered a hug, and I'm like, nah, 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 I can't be bringing home
4: the... uh, The glitter? The glitter. Your chick will get mad at glitter? No. Oh, yeah.
3: Because she'll remember tonight, Mm -hmm. but three weeks from now, it's like, hey, where'd this glitter come from? Ah. That was uh, from three weeks ago. Oh, sure it was.
4: Yeah, that glitter does not go away.
3: Yeah. I think I still have some (laughs) on my bag from the last time the anti-babe girls were here. I want Drunkatron to uh, come out to the uh, matador. And then afterwards, go out to uh, with us the anti bay party at the AKA Lounge. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk to Chunks real fast, and we get to Tommy's top ten. When I walked up this uh, afternoon to do the show, I noticed Chunks. He has this new thing when he stands. He, I always thought he looked like Mo from <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah, he now stands. Mm-hmm. Like Mo from The Simpsons. We need like, to
4: have him wear an apron every day now. Like Moe's father, the way he looks now. <laughs>
6: All right.
3: Remember when Tommy used to have a uniform and he'd always wear his karate mm-hmm. outfit? Here he comes. Here comes Mo. It's so appropriate in so oh. many ways fashions. That. Chunks, just stand there. Hold on. Stand there. Turn to a profile. Heretic Ralph, can you turn
4: that camera around on him? Yeah. And, uh Is that your CD? chunks
10: no man that's uh you found it downstairs
4: what cd is it trying to, was that, like, no he he tried to give it to me but i said it's probably yours
10: did you really find it downstairs yeah
4: when i was going to the
10: bathroom
4: downstairs i found it right in front of the elevator what is
10: it what what cd is it CD. let me see What's CD, this is our
4: best of cd i don't know man and it's just by bio- the what number is
10: it what number is it
8: 68 <laughs> It. Chunk says that one follows him everywhere.
10: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it follows
8: you? He says he finds it all over the office, and he'll throw it out, and somehow it winds up back on his desk.
10: <laughs> you guys just trying to screw with me with that CD? Is How mean? would I know that 68 follows you? you well, I mean, it's kind of odd that he'd have it in his hand, man. Well,
4: he found it downstairs, and he tried to give it to me. I said give it to you, because I... you'd probably know what to do with it. Tommy, what's going on with Chunks?
8: I don't know. Uh, I walked outside earlier, and he was just standing in the hallway alone. Not even like back here. It was out in like the main hallway. Well, I don't want this CD, man. <laughs> See, he was just it's standing there. It's
10: our best there. of CD. It's no, it's not. There's like, well, it's hard to explain, you guys. I mean, it sounds nuts, but I mean, there's like a lot of these
6: hideout CDs.
10: CD8? Yeah, laying around. Like I don't know why it's like a phantom CD. I don't even know if like it's in the book, man. But... <laughs> it's All right, they yeah, can't break it because I mean I don't really know.
3: The original cherry pop and daddy says I'd bang drunk a drunkatron. She can swing from my dongatron. Nice, classy. Ah, <laughs> uh, so why is a uh, CD sixty
10: eight following you? What's on that CD? That best of mixtape. Yeah, well, there's something on it, man. I mean, it's burned. I know, but I, I just don't. I don't. It sounds weird. It. I mean, people don't. It's, it's like. It's always like where my seat is in the office and. Like in the toilet or something, man. It's, it's like in the toilet. What? <laughs> Sometimes it's just one CD, man. And I, you know, I, you guys aren't screwing with me. i like just putting it. What's going on? Is, how would I know? Am I know? gonna get shot or something? <laughs> is somebody gonna come See, out? See, he's shoot out me? of his
8: mind tonight. I don't know what is with him. No, I mean, he was what?
4: fine earlier. Yeah, he was fine before the show. It is
8: kind of. No, he wasn't. He's fine as he ever is. Because I just went out there and he's just staring off in this space. And I go, "What's wrong with you?"
6: Nothing. Nothing was wrong with you.
8: I go, you seem kind of strange. I feel fine. What? What? I can't hear you. See? I don't know what's with him. I think he's gone insane finally.
10: It's hot in here, man. No, it's not. Yeah.
3: Alright, stand up and turn to the side. I just want people to see the way you stand now on real TV. What are you
10: talking about? I stand normal.
3: Turn to the side. What's with his shoulders? They're like. (laughs) They're all (laughs) sloopy. He. Uh, can you can you pick up the camera so that people... just do a
8: profile? Look forward. Like you should be doing an osteoporosis.
4: <laughs> I can't even say osteoporosis. Guys, I thinking can't thinking say it either. Parusis.
3: Osteoporosis. Yes. It's like you should be doing an ad for them. Bag? The way his mouth is just wide open, waiting. I just, is that? I, I just, All right, people are saying, dude, oh my god, he looks like K Fed when he turns to a profile view. I other <laughs> other people say you look like Ben Affleck on uh, meth.
10: Meth. I don't look that bad, is it? What is it? You guys come into CD and uh, the <laughs> what? profile. I, are you, what are you talking about? Are you right on the now? mixture of valium and uh, morphine that I was on last night? I'm confused as to what's going on here. I was. Uh, are you slowing your speech at all? No. I think you, you guys have had are just stroke. trying to screw with me, man. I was putting the rewind in, and then Gazoo's coming to yell at me. He's like, "Chunks, I'm like what?" <laughs> He's like, "Get over here!" I'm like, what do you want? You're in the studio. I didn't even remember breaking nothing, so I didn't know what you guys. uh <laughs> All right, I've had enough of you. <laughs> what? I just wanted people to see the way you stand. Why? What did he just came in here to make fun of my
3: stance? You don't find that it's odd?
4: Hey, we have uh, CD
10: number sixty-seven on the line.
5: Hey, Chunks, where's my brother?
10: Honestly, where'd this come from? Is it important? What is on CD number 68? I don't don't know, know, Mixtape. Show it to the camera. Why does it follow you?
4: You have to know what's on it. It has to be logged somewhere.
10: Dude, for the life of me, man, I don't know why there's a lot of these. There's usually only one of every number. Let's go to uh, Casey in 386.
7: Uh, Chunks, I'm really sorry, buddy, but you're definitely kind of looking like Quasimodo up here on my real TV.
10: That is... Dude, you look, like, real slumped over. Well, I... Sorry. I mean, I don't... You know, it's... You know... Then
8: he starts talking about saying he doesn't feel well and something about his best friend, the grape is dead.
4: (laughs) He does have a grape in the office that he talks to on a daily basis, Is withering away.
10: Yeah, that's true. I was asking about, uh... Stock. Uh, thinking about uh, EA. Closed at fifty-seven twelve. I believe it went up twelve cents today. It's uh, actually an upswing, but I don't have enough money. The grape told me I should go with GE. But That's what he was saying in the office. If today. you look like, at GE, there's a three-month downtrend, and, and you're not supposed to buy it this time. You're supposed to buy it. <laughs> Do you trust the grape?
3: All right, if you go to realtvonrorya.fm. He is your creepy. Dude, he is your creepy old grandfather sitting on the porch. Bring I don't the grape.
4: Understand in. what I did? Go run and get the grape. No, you guys it. aren't
10: gonna. No, don't screw with my grape. I'll oh, we kill are, him. I'm
4: not going to screw with your grape. I want to see it. I want to see this uh, friend you talk to on a daily basis. He's going to crush it.
10: Who's going to crush it? Zoo. I don't even have the strength to fight. Hey, you sh- guys win. You got <laughs> me. Win what? You got me with your crazy CD. And being a crazy back back man or whatever, I guess I am now around the office these days. Hey, Schmeagle. Guy with the crazy back. Schmeagle, CD number 68, you're precious. (laughs) I hate this CD. You don't understand. I have no idea what's on it. I've pulled best stuff from it, man. It shouldn't, should be, Maybe you forgot to
8: put it away then.
10: I I can't. I don't think it belongs in there. (laughs) What? Because it's her. You got, it sounds weird. I mean, yeah, I could understand how it would sound crazy, but.
8: I got bad news. I think Gazoo said he's going to eat the grape. You <laughs> better not. I'll kill him. What would you do for you? That's my
10: friend. What do you mean?
8: <laughs> do you hear yourself right now? Friend is dead.
10: I don't understand what you're talking about. What else am I going to do? Talk to the blinds? Talk to <laughs> about the baby bear a, suit? Talk to a human being. She's right like there's any of those around here. <laughs> talk to the drum or- set. Don't be ridiculous. They all uh, hate me, because I'm the weird bent-over guy that (laughs) just sits over the computer all day, pounding away the keys. (laughs) I'm always getting in the way, too. Like the monsters are always trying to meet.
4: uh, Simmons says that maybe you should Bissell the uh, CD-68 (laughs) to make it go away.
10: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I gotta Chunks, do that later on, Chunks too. runs
8: around with his Bissell. You know, the cleaning people have pulled me aside and asked me to tell Chunks to get out of their way. Really? He, the, he gets in their way a lot, apparently, yeah, while they're trying to clean.
10: I'm not gonna... Um... Dude, if he's... CD68 screwed...
8: also says he's very irresponsible with where he puts him, like a kid.
4: What are you That's talking about? That's your baby, 68! Yes. Dude, I don't... Okay, I got it. I want to do... Like a high school egg project with CD68.
10: He just dropped it.
4: You need to carry it around at all times. Change its diaper. Yes.
10: Uh, make sure you clean it. Dude, I don't think this is a real 68. I don't think this is, this is the CD68 with the magic of what is the hideout. Where's my grape? Is this grape some metaphor or an actual physical grape? Oh, I'll get it. You don't know where it is. And you don't know where it is for a reason.
3: There is no grapes in there.
10: You're insane. There's it's a hanging grape in the there. blind. Get it. It's
4: hanging in the blind. Go
10: get it, C-Line. I Run. looked all over. I Seriously, can't find don't it. break it.
4: What do, what do you mean? Do don't, don't break it. it? Well, I don't want to break it. I want you to sit down and have a conversation with this grape.
10: It's silly now. I mean, you know, when there's nobody there, it's a different thing. But there's people here. That's just weird.
4: Back here. Don't drop your baby. That's your egg project.
8: I
10: can't. I. I'd like to break it.
8: I don't break I it. It
10: might be the best of CD you forgot to put away. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to go check the envelope right now. If, if I envelope. could. Envelope. The be folder racist. with the uh, other CDs in there. Wow, wow, dude.
4: Like, What's ah, happening to you? Computer. You're bent over, half punched over while you're walking. You're shaped like a question mark, and so is your sexuality.
10: <laughs> it's freezing in here. Do you want some drugs? I don't want any drugs. Okay. Is there a grape? Get off! Seriously! Go get on camera if you're gonna do
3: anything stupid. So we can at least have it documented. That's a grape. The grape had been there so long that it was Oh here, stuck. wait,
10: let me steal your thunder. You're gonna eat it. Oh wow, you're gonna do something crazy and eat it. I thought it was That's a... nuts, you're gonna eat it and make me go crazy. Well it ain't happening today. So fill time. It looks like a booger. It's not a grape. Go ahead. What you want me to what are you gonna do? You gonna eat it? Well what do you what would you do if I ate this grape? Nothing because it's that's what you want, you want a reaction. <laughs> well I'm gonna put it in my mouth, I'm gonna eat it. Right, you go ahead, man. Actually,
3: I don't want to. It's gross. It looks like a booger. Let me see it. Okay. You can have it. Grape, You
10: stupid ass. Don't ever mess with my grape
3: again. <laughs> it's not a grape. It's
4: a yeah, booger. Dude. You actually oh. think it's a grape?
10: Well, here's the thing. Being and Daniel one day um, mm. were throwing grapes in the office, and they put this one on the blind. It was like the lo- the little lonely one that lived. Um... Charlie, I have not taken
3: off this necklace since I got it at uh, Miss Monster. Yeah? (sighs) I now present to you...
4: Your egg project. It's the uh, necklace
10: with that CD around it. Do you you
4: have to wash that thing?
5: thing? Uh,
10: Here's the thing, that I don't think this is the real one.
5: Don't Mm. lose CD68.
10: It's real. Is this your grape? Yeah, please. Please don't. Don't hurt it. It's a... Is that really a grape? It was. I think it's a raisin now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody shot the grape. You guys didn't believe me, man, but I mean, that's... that's I want No, don't, no please don't, don't. Don't
4: crush it yet. I want, to, I want to hear him talk to it. Say your goodbyes, chunks.
10: Well, obviously, I guess you guys are going to kill my friend. <laughs> it's on the mic. Talk to it. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's what's sick. I know it'll happen. I'm going to try and... Maintain decent tones But, uh, Bean and Daniel left this grape In the office one day They were throwing grapes And they put it on the blind And, you know, talked to it It's a little weird at first But then you get used to it You see it every day And it changes It's like a science project You know, and It's grown and it's transformed It's grown from a young, white grape Into a, you know, an old, fertile man Very symbolic It's, It's, uh, wrinkly my skin's him? not doing so well, but it's still got the great personality. You know, who else am I going to talk to? And yeah, you guys will kill it tonight. And Hell, I guess it's funny. Uh, taking away the only thing a man has is a grape to talk to. I guess that's real great to kill my little friend over here, but he hasn't done anything wrong, Judge me, or anything like that. Yeah, Of me... course it's a grape! You guys don't understand. This is all I have.
3: You're schizophrenic.
10: What the hell are you talking about? You're a schizophrenic. I'm not if you schizo- talk to grape, grapes, you're schizophrenic. Head's going off in my mind. I'm not living the life of the grape. I'm talking to the grape. Uh, dude, if i think it's personification ass.
3: I know what a schizophrenic is, and a schizophrenic is someone who talks to a grape, and that's you. So you can talk to me. He's you're working on my last
10: damn nerve. Today. He sits in the office for
3: hours, and I'm in there. He doesn't even talk to me. He talks to that grape. At this point, that is true. All right, Simmons, right. This is like Sesame Street. Chunks uh, with his crooked spine is the number three talking to us about fruit.
4: <laughs> I don't get this, man. I didn't.
1: Let's
4: go to uh, the real grape.
1: Chunks, this is the real grape. That's an imposter. Brian Peppers is holding me hostage. Oh, oh, he's, uh, he's hitting my ankles.
10: Grapes of ankles now. <laughs> I don't understand how you guys think this is weird talking to to the grape. I mean, look at it. It's. Not doing anything to me. It's, you know, it listens. Unlike anything else in this building. Hmm? You know, I kind of get scared leaving the office now. What? What am I going to go do? Talk to the coffee machine? That's broken half the time. Yeah, I mean, they ran out of cocoa the other day. Ooh, I'll go in the back now and finish the best stuff. My little grate. Make the... sure you get stuff
8: off CD 68. There's a lot of good stuff on that one. Mm.
10: Dude, I don't think this CD. You guys don't understand. This sounds very odd, I guess, with the grape and this Phantom CD. No,
8: perfectly normal.
10: Are you sure that's not earwax? Because that's what it looks like. great, man. I saw it the day it was born.
3: (laughs) What? It's the Hideout Radio
6: 104.1.
1: Hey. This isn't supposed to be rejoined music.
4: We have to leave. What? The Mm -hmm. fun's just getting started. I know. Don't worry. We have a promo to cut.
5: Oh, God.
4: Oh, no. I know this uh, last 45
3: minutes wasn't as good as the 45 minutes uh, that ended yesterday's show. I know. (laughs) I asked Doves and Tommy. So how'd the
4: show go last night after I left? (laughs) (laughs) Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh great I, I think it went well up until like the last half hour What happened? I don't know I would, I would just throw something out there And it would just fall flat Right on space I, There's actually one point in the show Where I threw something out And no one was commenting So I went on strike too I sat here until someone else said something. Are you kidding? <laughs> and finally, Gazoo jumped in. <laughs> what the hell happened? And then we yelled at him for talking. <laughs> Interrupted our nap. <laughs> what happened, man? I, I was here.
3: <laughs> well, I wasn't here, but...
8: When there's a moment of silence, no, it's my you spa. you idiot. You screwed it up. Uh, yes, it is. You screwed it no, up. No, I didn't. He was supposed I don't to say, it's wanna... my It's my spa.
3: I don't want to give the analogy, but the one you gave, now that I understand, it seems like it fit pretty well. What? I don't want to say it. But, uh... I don't remember. Yeah, you gave me an analogy for it, and I'm like, oh, wow. Poor guy. (laughs) So, anyway. Well, now I want to go back and listen to the tapes. Do we have it on the archiver?
4: Nope. The archiver is broken. Aww. I know. Actually, I luck out Sometimes.
3: So we didn't get any of today either.
4: Oh, I don't know. Probably today works. Uh,
8: It'll go down periodically with no warning. So. You guys are really having trouble pronouncing words today. What? Whatever.
3: Pure.
8: I had a stroke during the show.
3: Oh wow! I take my face. All
8: right.
3: Um. Yum. I want to thank. Our fantastic friend uh, Heretic Ralph for bringing up the pizza as usual. I want to thank El Ross who stepped up to be somebody on this Tuna Tuesday and got Incredible Ink, um, Incredible Ink com to uh, turn on the show during the uh, during the hideout. I also, want to thank to the lovely ladies from Anti Babe.
4: Yes, they have their ten year anniversary coming up this Friday over at the AKA Lounge. Doors open at nine.
3: It is perfect because. Our hideout happy hours at the Matador from 5 to 8 with all sorts of drink specials. That's on uh, RealRadio.fm. You can see the details for that. Then the AKA Lounge. And um, happenings there with the Anti-Babe 10th Anniversary um, Party. Baby Oil Twister. Miss Slut Anti-Babe. Birthday Cake Wrestling. Anti-Babe Model Auction. Win a date with an Anti-Babe. And more shenanigans. So that is going on. What, you know, Gazoo? Hey, if any girls want to hook up, just uh, send me a message on uh, MySpace backslash uh, Chris Kelly FL.
4: <laughs> just wanted to say that. Chris Kelly
3: FL.
6: Who, Whose
8: is that? Who does that belong to? That's that's me, Gazoo. Chris Kelly. That's my name.
4: Don't wear it out.
3: Jesus. No one the last 45 minutes or were awful. Yeah, like, that's all you guys are
4: doing.
3: huh. 80s references. I wish. Uh, Doug Stanhope, Saturday. At the back booth, Hideout will be there as well. So we're going to be all over downtown this weekend. I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, rest of Tuesday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shenanberg, Midday, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to Hideout on Real Radio 104.1.
4: Be somebody I always talk good. McCain in 08 and do what you ought to do, bro.
3: You mess me up on the rest of mine. heretics.net, <laughs> HideoutHeretics.net, RealRadio.fm. Uh, we out, bitch, 5,000 5,000 Alright, man,
4: 5,000 <laughs> I'm All Mr. Right, Air With a munching mouth All I'll right, be man. smacking 5, my hoes everyone knows it goes Kick em
6: to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick em to the floor Cause
2: I I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes Am I
10: interested? I 5,000...